What's up, everybody, and welcome to Gaming History 101, the Retro Video Games Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me today <clears throat> from... Uh, I don't know. I, I forget where to say you're from. Uh, joining me today from... Yeah, from from home. Hi, <laughs> my partner in crime, Mr. Jam Elias. How you doing, sir? I can't remember the last time I went home. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, I'm you're welcome. Friends, you are yeah. home. You are home. <laughs> Should we? We're home. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but uh, but yeah. So welcome. This is Gaming History One Hundred and One. Mm-hmm. We are. In our new format, and some things are changing uh, as we go because this is a shit show, and uh, we kind of knew it was going to be. So, uh, real quick, today we were supposed to talk about both the Steinax uh, on the NES and uh, Psychic World on the Master System or Game Gear, depending on your region. Or um, the MSX. Or the MSX, yeah, if you are <laughs> one of those crazy Japanese. Uh, <laughs> and so, I did not get a chance to play them. Uh, two mm. reasons. Two games have me smitten, and one of them is Kingdom Hearts, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. So as a result, uh, this is going to be, and this will probably happen from time to time, this is this particular episode is going to be a little more uh, like a traditional podcast, dare I say it. Um, we're going to open with our main topic, which is the PlayStation 2 Community Top 10. Probably what most of you will tune in for. We had an amazing response, which Jam and I will go over with everybody. Um, on top of that, um, it gives us an opportunity to, once that's done and we get that out of the way so that those of you who are here for the topic and don't want to hear the rest of the stuff can kind of move on. Um, we're going to do a couple of things such as talk about the new schedule, new segments. Uh, we've got three new segments that are not going to be ongoing. We're just going to do them for these spinoff shows. <clears throat> and then we will be back as per normal uh, next week. Um, and we'll talk about this right after we do the community top 10, but we are not going to do kingdom hearts next week. Uh, I don't know that that's as much a delay for me. I'm, I'm well along my way in that game. I don't know about you jam, but I'm getting near the 10 hour mark already. So (laughs) I have played a lot of kingdom hearts. Um, but, uh, and I know that because the game tells you how long you've been playing when you say, yes, I've seen that. Um, But uh, but yeah, that's not why. Uh, the reason why is because I didn't realize there are five Tuesdays slash Wednesdays. The show uh, airs live on Tuesdays, goes live on the website Wednesdays uh, in August. So in and in the interest of future game clubs, we want it to always fall on the final day. So what we're going to do is we are going to come back next week and do um, a formal game club of all the versions of a Styanax or Psychic World. We'll decide that later in the show. Um, and then we'll push the other one to the in-between week in between the two Kingdom Hearts, and then the Kingdom Hearts will round up the month. So anyway, that's what we're going to do. If you are planning on joining into the Kingdom Hearts uh, um, 
Yes, thanks, Voss. Actually, uh, Fortingard is the reason why, and the chatters went with it, and the die roll worked out. <laughs> so everyone's <laughs> joining now uh, in the live chat because they're not used to us going live on time, which we still weren't, but we were kind of on time. Anyway, um, yeah, so... Like what? We're consistent like that. Yes. <laughs> Also, if you are like me, uh, you didn't have access to a copy of Kingdom Hearts and just assumed it was at your local mom and pop shop, which there were none in the Kansas City area for the original Kingdom Hearts, the PS2 version, um, you had to take a week to acquire it. So that's why we will be announcing, like, for example, I think it's, uh, I have it in the show notes here, August 20, when is it, where's... Where's the schedule? Oh, is that in an email I sent to you? I think that was an yeah, email. Yeah, it was an email. It wasn't in email. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, the August twenty, uh, sorry, August thirtieth would be the the final Kingdom Hearts episode. But why announce the game club then, and then have people scramble for a week, and then by September thirteenth they have to be done with it? So instead, we will on August twenty third we will announce what the game is. So that gives you a week to acquire it, two weeks to play it. Yep. So there you go. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I am quickly learning uh, that I have a little bit of a saliva problem. I think it's more of a, a sinus problem in the summers. But So sorry for clearing my throat as often on shows. But What's up, everybody? Um, all right, so here we go. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to kick off the uh, top 10 uh, community PlayStation top 10s. There are a ton of them. I mean oh, yeah. a ton of them. I haven't counted how many there are, but Jam's seen the stats, which we will put live in the show notes if you want to check them out on a Google Doc yourself as to yep. what made what points. Um, but I can tell you there's about 15 plus that we need to go through. So this will take up a decent amount of the show. Oh, and yeah. it'll give us some conversational points, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit more of get to know your host. We, uh, we're always so inundated with rushing forward and getting this stuff done. Now we won't actually have to do that, so... Um, but Jam, do you have up the comment section so that you're ready with those? The comment section. Hold on. Yeah, if you check the email I sent you, I give you yep. a link to the comment section of the <laughs> yeah, podcast. That's where you're going to be reading your initial top tens. Um, so just have that ready to go. Uh, but yeah, we're going to jump into the community top tens. Um, and Workum, I saw uh, your comments. Uh, we will have a news section ah, yeah. in this episode, so we will be talking about that in the news section. But of course, you chatters are welcome to uh, uh, to discuss it as you see fit. Um, I should also point out, uh, because it is relevant, we are live here on All Games every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Midnight GMT. Uh, I guess that would be, what, 3 p.m.? Or no, sorry, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, Pacific Daylight Time, actually, right now. Um, for you to come and hang out with us. Uh, we used to be at a late time slot. Some people were getting that confused. I just don't want people to miss the show if they want to make it because we love you live chatters. Uh, we also love you non-live listeners, though. Um, yes. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so with that, let's jump into... Uh, the top tens. Uh, Jim, I'm going to kick it off, and then I'll have you move on to the next one. Some people offered um, explanations. Some people did not. Uh, I think these first few did not. So, (coughs) excuse Mm -hmm. me, Jesus. Uh, These are in order of receipt. So, 
First one here is from Future Tarzan. Uh, recent new listener, I think he found us on YouTube, so welcome. And our podcast jam is going to start having YouTube episodes. So those of you who want to watch it on YouTube with random gameplay in the background can. So for example, next week when we do our show, you can watch it with that game playing in the background. Now, will they correlate? No, I'm not doing any editing. I'm just going to play the game for like two hours straight. I've captured already like six hours of Kingdom Hearts, and I'm just going to just grab little clips and just throw them in there so they'll be sloppily put in there but future tarzan saw us on there joined the podcast and now has become uh, both a live chatter from time to time and also a contributor so thank you and um, for uh, shows like this where we talk top uh, 10 ps2 games fred's gonna throw goodness knows how much footage of various ps2 games on the youtube right uh actually <laughs> i'm going to cheat right now and not do this uh particular episode uh it starts next week um but what i am going to do is go back over our top 10s and hopefully make youtube videos of all of them uh, and I'm going to do the community ones in addition. So I'm going to do our top 10s followed by our community ones. The only top 10 video I've ever done was our Genesis one, our Mega Drive Genesis one. And I don't oh, yeah. think we opened that up to the community. Oh, so we, we can we write. Did. We, we did? Got, okay. Good, 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 for the Mega Drive one, because that's when they, uh, we, they overruled us and put Sonic as number one. Sonic 2 was number one. That's true. <laughs> I do remember that. But I wonder if we didn't do it as a podcast or something. I'm going to have to go back I, through the annals of history yeah, and check that. Not but, guys, um, it. But I want to go do that. And for the ones that we've done where we didn't get the community's input, I want to get them. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, wait, hold on. It's time to retweet. Um, of course. Yeah, right? Retweeting. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, Fort and Guard ended up in the thing. Sorry, Fort, you're in false advertising. Anyway, on to future Tarzan's top 10 because we'll be here all night if we do it this way. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Let's get his number 10. Oh, and he's got a bunch of shout-outs. So, and I did follow some of these. But anyway, his number 10, Shadow Tower Abyss. Are you familiar with Shadow Tower Abyss? Only, only recently have I become familiar with Shadow Tower Abyss. Probably, possibly from Future Tarzan, actually, from recommending mm. it. Well, there you go. Um, it's a game I always wanted to play. I thought it looked cool. Mm-hmm back when the PS2 was out, but PS2 had kind of the 80s effect where box art looked really cool, but the games weren't always great. Oh, yeah. um, you guys in Europe actually got the worst of it. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, that's right. Andy, you did send your top 10 games. This is in our list. <clears throat> Number nine is Silent Hill 4 The Room. Number eight is Dot .hack original series. That's volume one, Infection, volume two, Mutation, volume three, Outbreak, and volume four, Quarantine. Now, real quick. I am aware that these were four different games and they were sold as such. But I am also aware that every single one of you, and there were multiples that turned in a vote for this, said, no, this is one game that happened to be sold in four packages. So with that, I agree with everybody, and I'm going to use the .hack original series as one game. I should also point out that I think there was three or four people who've nominated this, as we'll see. Every single one of them didn't pick one of these and said, no, it's the whole series. So since it was unanimous, I yeah, felt okay doing that. It also, well, I won't spoil it, but uh, yeah, it won't be relevant anyway. <laughs> so I did just spoil it. Uh, number seven, a, ja- a Japan only, but a great game. Uh, Dodonpachi Daioju. It's nice. D-A-I hyphen O-U hyphen J-O-U. Yes, that is MAME available as well as uh, PlayStation 2 uh, Japanese only. So, uh, great cave shooter. Uh, number six, Grand Theft Auto 3. 
Now, he puts Vice City slash San Andreas in parentheses. I think this is the one time where he is a little bit different in that uh, he did the same thing with the dot .hack stuff. Um, where he kind of like streams together what he considers to be the game. Now, I am aware, we've even said this on our show, that Grand Theft Auto 3 technically is a three-part trilogy and would have been ex- kind of treated like Grand Theft Auto 4 with its two expansion packs. Although Vice City and San Andreas, I think, are both longer than three, so perhaps not. Um but I am casting your vote as Grand Theft Auto 3. I apologize. It was the one you put on the outset. So I'm going to deal with it that way. So mm-hmm. don't kill me. Uh, number five, Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3. Clearly the most popular of that one as well, as we'll see. Mm. Uh, number four, Ratchet and Clank, up your arsenal. The puns uh, are never lost on me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um <laughs> But uh, work him. I will get started on that XML file. He says we need to have a uh, top 10 favorites per system.xml file. I will get that going. Um, in fact, uh, like I said, we've got the documents here and whatnot. So anyway, we'll get it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Silent Hill 2. No arguing that one. Yep. Uh, number two, Metal Gear Solid 3. He puts in parentheses, Snake Eater, Subsistence, Metal Gear Online. I do consider those all the same game. Metal Gear Solid 3 is oh, his yeah, number two. And number one, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Ooh, so that's interesting. Yeah. Number one yeah. for Metal Gear Solid 2. At the oh. time, I can totally see the relevance to that. Oh, yeah. That was huge back then. But um, he does give a ton of shout-outs. So I'm going to fire through this list real quick. Yep. And I should point yep. out, yes, I did pick up some of these. Um, Melty Blood. He puts in parentheses, <laughs> Actress Action, Act Cadenza. Um, Melty Blood is a fighter uh, jam. Okay. Uh, only in Japan. <laughs> But it's hand-drawn graphics. It's actually pretty cool. Ooh, um, great name, too. Mm. Yeah. this is it, it, When I say it's only in Japan, like Dodonpachi and Melty Blood, this is one of those things where it's like, if you were to download an ISO of this, I probably would have a hard time blaming you. <laughs> um, no. Next up, uh, Demon Chaos. He says, it's fucking insane. Look yes, it up. I, I did, and I will. Okay, is that only in Japan? No, it's over here in Europe. We got it. Okay, I'll have to look that up. Um, in fact, Jam, I have a quick link to the list of uh, 60 hertz supported um, PS2 oh, yeah. <laughs> PAL games. Uh, is this on there? And sadly, Demon Chaos is not part of it. Oh, and everybody got dear. to hear my web oh. browser blink at me. So anyway, um, it's, it well, I can do game. that. I can do that thing where I patch it to NTSC, but we've seen what happens with those. If you haven't, go look up our hilarious Masters of the Universe video. Anyway, uh, he does give a shout-out to Silent Hill 3. Voss. Yep. Um, Dragon Ball Z Budokai 1. Yep. yep. Um, Mushihime-sama. It's a great cave shmup. Um, <laughs> okay, yes. Okay, yeah. uh, and actually, you guys will be happy to know that is available for, like I think, 20 bucks, and that's a pretty good price, um, on Steam. And it'll run on anything, even your laptop, the, um, Jim. Is it on the PSN Jap- Japanese store? Just out of here. Uh, so don't spot, believe but. so. I think it's just on Steam, or you can grab this PS2 version. Oh, you know what? Mm. There's a... I don't think it's region-free, though. I think Cave region locked them. I believe there's a 360 uh, version. Ooh, so if you ever soft mod a 360, that's your way to get it. Um, or you could actually soft mod a PS2, which is easier. We'll get to that later. I did that this weekend. Um, yep. <laughs> he's, next up, he gives a shout-out to Destroy All Humans. 
Eco, Ooh, yeah, yeah, Shadow yeah. of the Colossus. Sorry, I'm going to fire through these quick because these yeah, are yeah, shoutouts. Okay, yeah. Star Wars Battlefront 2, Predator Concrete Jungle, Red Dead Revolver, Spider-Man 2, Ultimate Spider-Man, Zone of the Enders 1 and 2, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Red Faction, Clock Tower 3, Rule of Rose, Devil May Cry, all three of them, he says. Robotech, Mr. Mosquito. I love that oh, game. I love that game. <laughs> if you guys have never played it, I, I yeah, it's, it's bad shit. Um... Star Trek Voyager Elite Force. Jam, was this one of yours that you really liked? I forget if you liked this that, game. That, that's the one my partner likes. <laughs> so okay, okay. She's a huge Voyager I knew it was fan. part of something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Digital Devil Saga. Madden 2003. And he says, long live the PS2. <laughs> wait, wait. There was a Madden game in that list. <laughs> Madden, yeah. Out of all of these, he puts Madden 2003. <laughs> That just tells you how strong sports games were in this era. Like, they really were. Like, one of my top Dreamcast games is uh, NFL 2K1. Like, it just is. Like, I I can't get over it. Um, But, uh, yeah. Um, Voss5 says, Mr. Mosquito for Game Club. All right. He just just put it in there. I wouldn't say Uh, that. Oh, shit. Where's my notebook? Uh, Hold on. It's it's on the list to be nominated for the upcoming game club. I've got uh, my notebook. What? I've got my notebook here as well. Okay, cool. I'll write it down. Um, yeah, write it down when we're doing our nominations because you'll probably have to remember it. All right, Jam. Yeah. Why don't you okay. go with the first one in our uh, comments section? These are the people yep. who didn't send an email. They did it on the comments. Uh, why don't you start top to bottom? So I think Jesse D is the yep. first one. That's correct. Yeah, Jesse just uh, gave us a list. Just said, great episode, guys. Here is my top 10. Uh, starting from number 10. Uh, Max Payne, number nine, yeah. Manhunt, Dark. Woo. No, number eight, Eco. Uh, number seven, Dark Cloud. I'm not sure if... Um, Dark Cloud, yeah. That's actually yeah. on PS4. On yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get it confused. Yeah, PS4. Dark Cloud <laughs> 1 and 2. Yeah, it's on 3 also. You can get it on PS3 as well. <laughs> number six is Tomb Raider Anniversary. We covered that I recently. need to finish that game. I need to go back and finish that. No, see, like, people were like, oh, no, no, no. You can't argue your way out of this one. You have to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Number five, good choice, Akami. Okami, yeah. Four is a favorite of mine, Resident Evil Code Veronica X. Code Veronica X with the Wesker's thing. I need to do Mm. that Wesker's thing where I uh, do the HD version that's on uh, the anniversary of Resident yes. Evil HD remaster that we bought from Asia. I need to take that and dub over the English version of that. Yeah. I'll get that taken care of, guys. Anyway. Number three is a game I love, Boulder's Gate Dark Alliance. Just the I think it's just the original he's referring to. Uh, oh yes. No, clear I didn't see the second one nominated at all, which is the more rare mm-hmm. one. Surprise. Yeah. But rarity yeah. doesn't have anything to do with uh, popularity. Uh number two, Grand Theft Auto Three. And number Sorry, one Sorry you could have for a sec Grand Theft Auto Three. Yes. Yeah, yep. it's specifically okay. free. Yeah. Uh, the first one, Shadow of the Colossus. It's going to be a popular one. I think we're going to see this a few times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, a good yeah. list. Very strong. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much, Jesse. And I don't recognize your name, so I, I know you're a listener. So thank you for uh, for, for writing in. And, um, yeah, you're welcome to write in any time. We check the comments just as much as the emails now, as you'll see in this episode. <clears throat> what I'll do as well before you move on, Fred, I'll, I'll throw in um, Will Noonan's. Uh, just he just wrote a comment. He didn't actually do a top ten, but he oh, said the PS2 yes. was the age of sports games. It's when Madden was at its peak, in my opinion, which I think is just, just great. Backing up exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
Yep, it backs up exactly what we just saw. <laughs> Bunch of badass Japanese games, and then Madden. Well, my, my brother loved the <clears throat> Pro Evolution Soccer. He forced me to play basically every Pro Evo game on the PS2 with him. So oh, I would say I Konami Pass. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of Pro Evo Soccer, but so but I, I had my fair share of playtime with it. <laughs> so is it Pass or is it Pez? Oh I've yeah, they always... call it. My, my brother called it Pez. So okay, it. so it's like the candy. Okay. Mm. Um, all right. Oh yeah. And I was gonna say we didn't <laughs> we didn't have we didn't have many pezzes over here. <laughs> ah okay yeah it's huge them. over they here. Are yeah, I could send you a whole collection. My daughter's got. Oh uh, no no I'm um, all right. <laughs> she doesn't. She loves the candy, but we don't give her the candy much. But she's got tons of dispensers. I can imagine. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Next up is Austin Troth. He writes in a lot. Um, so yes. thank you for all your comments and writing in. He gives explanations, so we will hold off on the chitter-chatter because this is going to get long. Yep. I'm going to go as fast as I can. I'll he goes, quiet. hey, Fred and Jam. Uh, it's no problem. We're, we're good with it. He justifies all his choices. Hey, Fred and Jam. Thanks for doing the PS2 Top 10. Loved your list, and I'll have to check out Shadow of Rome very soon. There are three people who reached out to me and said they bought Shadow of Rome based off of Oh, our, that's great. It's one of those flawed but great games. Anyway, mm. <clears throat> it made me want to replay it. We're going to drive up um, the cost of that game. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're not going to do the uh, giant bomb effect, but we'll do a little bit. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, and Voss, you are correct. Uh, Gun Survivor Code Veronica, which is Gun Survivor 2 in Japan, is the only one that was not trans... Well... Did you guys get it in Europe? We, we got Guns 5 too. Okay, yeah. so it did get translated, but it's PAL 50 hertz only, so you're going to yes. need a PAL TV or, or I'll get to this later, a, mm -hmm. I, I believe an RGB modded, um, no, because the, the frame rate's still 60 hertz. Anyway, yeah. Or you can play the Japanese version, which I've done a video of. It's completely playable uh, to American players, uh, which is in NTSC 60 hertz, which is what we need. Um Anyway, um, believe, it, believe it or not, Austin, continue what Austin said, X-Play touted it as one of the games of the year when it came out and were comparing it favorably to Resident Evil 4 in terms of quality. See, mm. Shadow of Rome was the shit when it came out. It's just people forgot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's on my list now. Again, thanks for all you guys do. And here is my PS2 Top 10. One bit of advice to all you newbies out there to Shadow of Rome. It is a 20 to 30 it's hour long. game. Do <laughs> not be in a hurry to complete that okay. game. Yes, yes. <laughs> Clue Drew's totally right. Um, but yes, um, number 10, Castlevania Curse of Darkness. He says, I swear I actually am a true Castlevania fan. <laughs> coming off the pretty decent Lament of Innocence is a surprise. Uh, coming off of the pretty decent Lament of Innocence is a surprisingly good game in curse of darkness while lament was more akin to classic titles in the series no leveling more linear level design fairly plot focused story the game takes a much great likeliness to symphony of the night and this is probably the most 3d symphony of the night game you're going to get the story is completely forgettable the design in the world is pretty straightforward but the combat in the game is very satisfying i played it last year and i was surprised how much i enjoyed it well i've always wanted to play curse of darkness because i played lament of innocence and it seemed like a blueprint of uh of what would ba basically become um, Lords of Shadow. And uh, mm. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I look forward to playing this. I did pick this up recently. There was a buy one, get one sale at my local mom and pop shop. 
uh, and when I went to get Kingdom Hearts and they didn't have it, I ended up spending a bunch of money on other stuff. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, number nine, Destroy All Humans. This is a strangely unique title that managed to get worse with every sequel. The original, however, is an interesting game. You play as Crypto, an alien in the 1950s Cold War society, as you try to take over the human race. You probe humans, abduct cows, disguise as humans, and ultimately destroy pretty much everything. The combat is great, the levels are large and well-designed, and graphically it's pretty decent. The game finds the greatest success in the atmosphere and sheer concept which i haven't really which haven't really been attempted again or bested funny bizarre and at times an absolute gem it's just a very unique experience that deserves another shot so there you go um all set oh code veronica x for the dreamcast cool assembler games released a dreamcast version of code yes they did yeah yeah that was yeah yeah japan only uh burnout three the takedown number eight I love this game. This is one of the fastest, most twist-based racing games ever, and it's hugely satisfying. The premise is uh, the more dangerous you drive, the more boost you get. The title is perfected. Uh, the t- this title perfected the gameplay and focused much more of its skill than later games. Four really lost the feeling of weaving in and out of traffic when you could physically plow cars out of your way. This game deserves an HD remake, if only for the increased resolution and horsepower, making your draw distance greater and for distant cars to be more noticeable. Fun fact, creative director mm-hmm. on this was Sean Murray of Hello Games, who's about to uh. release No Man's Sky next week. Um, yes, he actually started at Criterion Games with the first Burnout game. He applied mm-hmm. there, and he thought it was the coolest studio that offered him a job. I think he his other job offer apparently was at Rare. Oh, he yeah. turned down Rare yeah. to do That's Burnout. Yeah, and he said it was just the small man teams. He said it was the feeling of family, and at the time, mm-hmm. Rare was huge. I mean, think about it. It was uh, just around the uh, end of the N64 era, probably around the Conquer days. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Number seven, we love Katamari. We heart Katamari, actually. Bizarre yep. is one way to describe it. The graphics are fun, the music is great, and it plays like a weird Japanese Tim and Eric episode. No wonder I don't like it. Fortunately, <laughs> the underlying gameplay is addicting. A niche title without a doubt, but this game is a lot of fun. Sorry, it sounded like you were going to say something, Jim. Did you want to say anything? No, 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 no. I was just, I was just enjoying. Oh, okay. Um, number six, Shadow of the Colossus. I don't have a lot to say other than what was mentioned. It's just a fantastic game. The overworld is lonely, but exploration still remains satisfying. I see Breath of the Wild taking a lot of influence from this title. Me too. Uh, the story is simple but really captivating. Again, not a lot of games like it. While some nail the boss fights, Lords of Shadow. Whoop whoop. Um, none can quite nail the concept of being a one-man army against insurmountable odds to save someone you love. Lords of Shadow is quickly becoming, like, hated on. And so that's why I'm, I'm trying to keep the record straight that we actually kind of dug that when it came out. Um, he's, he didn't say that. That's, that's Fred oh, saying yeah, that's, that. That's he. <laughs> uh, number five, Silent Hill 4, The Room. I also swear I'm a true Silent Hill fan. (laughs) He's very defensive with his top 10. (laughs) While 2 is a master... Trust me, these two guys are not going to judge you. Um, While 2 is a masterpiece, the story and concept of this game just struck a much deeper chord with me. The story is incredibly incredibly deep and disturbing and gets so much more twisted the longer you play. Gameplay isn't always great, but I appreciate the lengths the game goes to find new ways to make you uneasy. Aside from Eternal Darkness, I think this is the most effective horror game I've played... Uh, that can truly get under your skin at a personal level. The room concept is just so interesting and effective at changing over time as you play. Mm-hmm. Uh Number four, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Although Vice City has its fans, I was a San Andreas kid. The massive map, the more 90s-focused soundtrack, the sheer amount of things to do in the game were absolutely mind-boggling, even for Grand Theft Auto. And I would argue even today. I can't say... 
I know what the story's about, but I still fire the game up once a year with friends to see who can survive the longest without getting killed by the police or who can do the best jump off of Mount Chiliad. This game has a sense of freedom and variety I don't think even GTA V managed to capture. And I would agree with him. Yeah. Uh, number three, Guitar Hero 2. I was a massive Guitar Hero fan. I actually won two tournaments for it and five-starred every song in the entire awesome. series on Expert, except Eruption, damn Van Halen. Actually, <laughs> my five-star I couldn't get on Expert. Actually, no, I couldn't five-star everything, but the Expert song I couldn't beat in the whole series. There were two. One of them was won by Metallica. For some reason, the galloping, I just couldn't get down. The other one was uh, Cowboys from Hell on the first uh, Guitar Hero. Anyway. This game up the ante from one in such a dramatic way. Co-op, a much better track list, pro face-off, practice mode, and hyperspeed. This is the last game, I think, where they were really focused on what was fun to play and not necessarily what was just a good song. Iconic hits like Hangar 18, Jessica, and Freebird are still some of the most fun songs to play to date. And the co-op, while bass wasn't as cool, was a fun way to work together to shred. The engine isn't as forgiving going back, but still the game was a massive overhaul for the series. Pro tip, you can play Guitar Hero 2 competitive and do no fail, I think. That might not be in the PS2 version. Um, and then uh, for score, and then you guys could technically do co-op technically, even though it's against one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. I chose Snake Eater as I played it first and found the subsistence camera controls to make the game a bit easier than it was originally intended. Kind of like what Twin Stakes did to MGS1. Sacrilege! <laughs> uh, although I did play through um, Snake Eater, the original, the first time, and, and that was a brutally hard game. It did stretch the experience a lot longer, though. That's Fred again talking. Yeah. Anyway, back to him. But regardless, this game is great. Personally, I find it as the highlight to the series. The story is awesome. The gameplay is awesome. The setting is awesome. Everything about this game is just so well done. If you want to know what MGS is all about, play this game. I totally agree. It set the standard for what you could do as your, like, initiation game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's a good thing. Anyway. And number one, one. Kingdom Hearts 2. I am a Kingdom Ah. Hearts fanboy, but this game is just spectacular. The story is a bit hard to understand if you really try and get it all, but it's rewarding (laughs) if you do, and the standalone game is pretty straightforward as far as that goes. The graphics are amazing even today. The gameplay is deep and addicting. I can't praise this title enough. It does similar things to Final Fantasy as what RE4 did for Resident Evil, in that it modernizes the concept and does so flawlessly. If you enjoy hack and slash games or long RPGs, this is among the best around. Pay enough attention and you'll get sucked up in a wonderful homage to Disney and Final Fantasy that managed to somehow stand tall on its own. I've played through every game in the series and some a few times, but this game stands tall as the best PS2 has to offer. Bam. Uh, Clue Drew says, sorry, initiation game? Yeah, if you're getting initiated to Metal Gear, if somebody goes, yo, you need to check out the Metal Gear Solid franchise, uh, 3 is a good one to get you kind of like, maybe I'll change the title and make it sound more nefarious, the indoctrination game. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right, Jam. Uh, Unfortunately, yours don't have too many. Oh, you'll get one soon. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there's one. There's one coming up. All right, your next Uh, top 10 is uh, by Blaine J. That's it, yep, yep. Uh, Ling J says, "Hey, hey, a great episode, but of course I disagree." <laughs> yep, <laughs> so that's what we, of that's what we like to see. That's what we expect. Yeah. My list at the moment is something like, and it starts with number ten, which is Shadow Hearts. Which I don't have. We had that mentioned yet? It's the infamous RPG the, uh... on PS2. Yeah, isn't Quite that the batshit crazy one where you're like time travelers and stuff? 
something like that. There's a few of them. Okay. Um, I'm assuming he's to be clear. To the first Shadow one. Tower was uh, yeah. Future Tarzan's, not Shadow Hearts. So yeah, not yeah. Tarzan, I know. Yeah. So that number ten, and that's uh, number nine is and not to be Akami. mistaken for Vandal Hearts either, which was a PS1 oh, yes, yes, strategy yes. game. Yeah, absolutely. Number nine is Akami. I brought up that one uh-huh. again. Popular yeah. choice. Number eight is a favorite of ours, Silent Hill Two. Um, number seven is one that's not been mentioned yet, which is the is Disgaea. Disgaea, yeah. Mm. Also famous on the PSP as well. Yeah, and the Vita, uh, right? Or mm, uh, yeah, no, remember. yeah, no, it is on the Vita because three and four on the Vita. It's, it's, it's quite, it's a very yeah, popular yeah. series with people. Uh, yeah, David Hatfield at IGN just sinks hundreds of hours into these games. Personally, <laughs> I'd rather do a Persona, but you know, hey, teach their own. Number six, Metal Gear Solid Three. Snake Eater. <laughs> just gotta just put a bay in there. Um, Absolutely. And my, <laughs> my laptop just fell asleep. Give me one second. Okay. Uh, number five no is Dragon Warrior Eight. Uh, Which is actually Warrior. Dragon Quest Eight, but yeah. uh, it was it started life as Dragon Warrior in yes. America. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is GTA Vice City. So we're going to have we're probably going to flip between all three of the GTAs, I imagine. <laughs> you are yes. When you see the statistics, and yes, again, I will have those statistics up. I won't have the XML file like Workham wants overnight, but I will get it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and number three is Eco. And number two is a very interesting game, which is God Hand. I mean, this is the last yeah. game from Clover Studios as well. Yeah, and we've ne- I've never played it. Have you ever played it? I have, yes. Oh, uh, okay. It's pretty cool. <laughs> very, very different. <laughs> yeah. It's fair. tough, but it's cool. Tough, but fair. It is tough, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. It was a very, for the time, very misunderstood the um, <laughs> game. I, mean, I remember it got absolutely blasted in some reviews, and then now it's considered like a cult classic. So I, can, I completely see why this is number two on someone's list. And um, it is on the PS3 as a, uh, like... Yes, you can it buy is. It. Yeah, yeah. PS PS3 only at the moment, unfortunately. So, but hopefully mm-hmm. they'll bring it to PS4 as well. It's just they a might, shame they, they, don't, they don't. Your stuff doesn't transfer over. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, um, or that it could suspense. be like cross buy or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, the suspense is killing the chatters. Uh, which number one is Shadow of the Colossus? Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> yeah. Um, I should also point out, just to give him a shout-out, Blaine J does the Retro yes. RPG podcast, which can be found at RetroRPG.net. He also does uh, a lot of various things. They're on episode 21, and just to give people an idea, um, episode 21 is Is It Worth It? Final Fantasy Legend 2. I have not listened to that one yet, nor have I listened to... Um, uh, is it worth it? The SNES show, but SN, uh, sorry, those are what's on episode twenty and twenty-one. Um, they're actually on episode sixty-eight of the main podcast. Lots of stuff to hear about, and they definitely do video game-focused stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, it's kind of cool to sit back and listen to someone doing basically what we do on different topics. Um, so it's awesome. I'd love to have you on sometime, Blaine, Jay. You need to uh, suggest something yeah, for the absolutely. game club that we pick and then uh, and then uh, talk about something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll figure something out. Uh, I don't know about retro RPGs, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, he no, ke- seems know. to keep his shows a little bit shorter and sweeter than ours. Most episodes are about an hour long, so... Uh, so have you got another list? All right. <clears throat> yes, I do. This is Andrew, our man with the good taste. And yes. Andrew, uh, I don't see you in the chat today, but Andrew showed up 
he must have either remembered our old times or had a mix-up somewhere, but he showed up at like a midnight Eastern last week to hear GH101, and oh, nice. uh, we weren't on, and he was mistaken. And then I was busy trying to fuck with some technical stuff, so I was very quiet, like I was giving very short answers. Um, because I was trying to fix something. And not to be rude, it was just that I wasn't keeping up with the chat. And then I saw him. He had already left by the time. He was like, oh, I guess if no one's talking, we'll go. And I'm typically the only one at the end of the night of the B team who's still in the chat room like watching it actively because everyone's trying to wrap up. So I'm sorry, Andrew. Please come out and join us 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, Eastern Daylight Time, uh, here on All Games. Uh, we want you back, and I apologize if you were offended. He didn't sound like he was offended, but just in case he was, I don't want him to feel bad. I want him... We want people around. We definitely want your input, and he's given tons of it, uh, and it's all appreciated. Anyway, here we go. PS2 Top 10. I am not exactly sure how this is... or how to submit this community list, but I don't think it's a bad way. Here's my personal Top 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll talk about how we get the community list, but anyway... Uh, number 10, Tomb Raider Legend. Hmm. Number 9, Siphon Filter, Logan's Shadow. Interesting. Yeah. Number 8, Silent Hill 3. Mm-hmm. Number 7, Eco. He says PAL release because reasons. Ah. Do you know <laughs> what the big deal is with oh, the PAL release? Oh. We, we had better artwork than you in America. <laughs> oh, aha. Yes, <laughs> I see that. Okay. Uh, number 6, I, Klonoa yeah. 2. Oh, sorry. As we also came with, with these cool little postcards with our game as well. You might oh, have got them nice. as well. But. No, we did not. Um, we, got a, we got a cool little warranty card. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, sorry, uh, number six, Klonoa 2, Lutanate's Veil. Um, yes. Oh, sorry, Lunate's Veil. Mm-hmm. And it might be Lunatea's Veil. I don't know. I've not played through it. Uh, I did pick up Klonoa 2 recently, though. Uh, I've heard it's divisive, so I'll go try it out. Uh, number five, Ratchet and Clank, Going Commando. Yes. Number four, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Mm. Uh, number three, Beyond Good and Evil. Surprisingly low amount of people put that game yeah, on their I'm list. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. Yeah, it was multi-platform, yeah. though. Yes, it, so was. it was. It was on Xbox, yes, GameCube, and PC. Yes, it was. Uh, number two, Sly, and it's now HD remastered on 360 and PS3, and it's backwards compatible on the Xbox One, so there's a lot of ways to get it. It was actually oh, free yeah. last month, um, but that month is over. Anyway, number two, Sly 3, Honor Among Thieves. That's the one I haven't played yet. I've heard very good things about it. Still need to get to it in my list. And number one, Jack 3, Wastelander, because hmm. the PAL subtitle rules. Yeah, Wastelander, we just know it as Jack 3. I I, I didn't know it was called Wasteland. I just I thought it was just Jack Free as well. To be honest, there you go. Yeah. He goes as I was putting together my list. I realized I was writing an entire article with a lengthy description of reasons below each title. I'm not exactly sure what to do with this original version, but if you have five minutes and nothing better to do, re- feel free to read through my list. It may even sell you on a title or two. So here we go. I missed that. So let's uh, pull his up real quick and do just that. Here we go. Do, 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 do. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just waiting on Google. Now waiting on Mega. And. Okay, well, while that's loading up real quick, let's see. It's. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about uh, how we can get him to uh, to do stuff and whatnot. So, um, all right. Here we go. 
So here's why. Tomb Raider Legend, a stellar community reboot, fine-tuned for the PS2, although released on many other platforms as well. The first Tomb Raider game I ever played, and one of the best games yeah. ever, for reals. Polished in platforming and shooting, polished platforming and shooting, Mm-hmm. All right, but entertaining vehicle sections. Expertly designed levels to explore. Lots of collectibles and unlockables. Amazing soundtrack. A story that works perfectly for the adventurer archaeologist genre. Being a reboot, strangely enough, puts the game lower on my list for some reason. Puts games lower on my list for some reason. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, you're not too keen on the reboots. But uh, Tomb Raider Legend has always been struck to me as... Like, even though it is a reboot they somehow managed to capture a lot of why people came to the original, which is tough to do. Mm. I'd say more so than the more recent Tomb Raider reboots. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> where she's a killing machine. Uh, <laughs> her nickname is actually Lara machine Croft. Um, she's not really but, human. Uh, she's, just, uh, she's a Terminator. No, she's subhuman. Real. No. Um, <laughs> But uh, he's got me intrigued to play Tomb Raider Legend, but he was also the one who was like, dude, you got to get good enough to like fucking (laughs) get through that game. Uh, For Siphon Filter, Logan Shadow, he says, originally released on PSP, Dark Mirror quickly became one of the few truly working third-person shooters on the system, and thanks to a stellar level design, arguably the best Siphon Filter game to date. Even better than the first one where you get to tase people until they start smoking? I, I, Um, I can't, I can't. I I just have to say that that is just brilliant in the first game. It's hard. Oh yeah, and the vibrations. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I've only played the first game and only the first level. Uh, I'm not kidding. Um, Logan's Shadow followed quickly and outdid its predecessor in pretty much every aspect. The PS2 port of that game was perfectly done and should be considered the definitive version because of how good it looks on the best-selling game system of all time. Great stealth slash shooter gameplay, great soundtrack, and above average spy plot. Mm. Well, shit, he sold me. I've got it on PSP, um, but uh, and it's good. On I have PSP, Logan. But... Sh- Wait, no, I have Dark Mirror. Oh, that's what I've Logan's got. Shadow. Yeah, I think I've... yeah. Okay. Both... He's I talking about Logan's Shadow. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if both are on PS2. I have Dark yeah. Mirror on PSP. I do not have Logan's Shadow, which is the one he's talking about. The yeah, PS2 I have both on PSP. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Silent Hill 3. While the second installment for the PS2 is much more self-contained and is much enjoyable on his own on its own. Being self-contained is not criteria for getting on my list. Being masterfully done, however, is. Silent Hill 3 and its original PS2 release is perfect with some of the best character models and animation, sound design and music, voice acting, story, spooky scary gameplay, and the bane of the mainstream game industry, great graphics. Yes. Totally agree. Uh, Silent Hill 3 looks amazing on PS2. Absolutely. Um, Silent Hill 2 is a little dirty. Like it probably started life on ps1 <laughs> well, it still looks great to be honest uh, it looks great but it doesn't look anywhere near as good as three um mm. <clears throat> in my opinion anyway eco he says shadow of the Colossus is the more memorable game based on the premise alone but eco is an escort mission done right and that deserves a damn medal also it's a team eco game which means it's featured grand great looking uh, landscapes refined minimalist gameplay and occasionally amazing music the ntsc release of the game does not make it to this list because it uh, because of the changes to that one secret okay yeah yeah as well as an inferior box art Ah, that one secret we actually talk about i believe in the eco game club it's been a while since i've listened to it but i remember researching that up and talking to chip about it i'll double check that so 
Um, Clino 2, Lunatae's Veil. Lunatae's Veil. The second proper installment to the series with a variant of 2D gameplay so unique it barely exists as a genre. Colorful and imaginative dream worlds, no levels here. Killer soundtrack and a story well above what's expected of the cartoony platformer. I will not say anything more. Ratchet and Clank going commando. While its sequel, Up Your Arsenal, is more polished, it is also much more simplified and stripped down, almost to the point of requiring no intelligence to beat. Going commando, on the other hand, while not as refined as the sequel, features more imagination, more variety, and asks you to think more often. Also, going along with Ratchet and Clank 1, it is the last Ratchet and Clank game where maxing out your weapons and health does not make you make the latter portions of the game a zero effort breeze the story is perfect for a game where you travel between planets and kill all kinds of things and your varied arsenal of crazy weapons and the soundtrack is one of ps2's finest the ps3 port did not do the game justice Mm. prince of persia sands of time being self-contained is not important for this list as he stated before and this game uh makes it on not because it technically is the Two Thrones was another legit was another lengthier game, would have made it, but someone at Ubisoft decided to release a shorter game faster. It almost feels like a harbinger of things to come. Anyway, Sands of Time is a game uh, type that I love the most, despite being a rare type. A 3D action platformer that is all about good gameplay while still having a strong story as justification for everything you do in the game. It's not an interactive movie where you're trying to beat the levels quickly to get to the next cutscene, and neither is it a pointless challenge so you could brag online that you beat a level. It is a game that is all about gameplay and giving you full control of what you're doing, and yet cinematic with its presentation of the plot. It is a perfect marriage of the story and gameplay that everyone needs to study before making a game with a plot. Oh, and did I mention the music? It is fantastic. Beyond Good and Evil. Targeted for the PS2 and subsequently ported to other places, Beyond Good and Evil is one of the best examples of how to tell a story without looking serious. Much like Psychonauts, an Xbox PC game sloppily ported to the PS2, it employs a cartoony visual style while refusing to be a comedy, despite having plenty, or despite featuring plenty of humor. Also featured a unique alien sci-fi world, masterfully, masterfully crafted soundtrack, voice work with simply nothing wrong with it, polished action stealth gameplay, and collectibles in the form of weird alien creatures that you can take pictures of, plus female protagonist that is neither perfect nor annoying and earns everything she gets. Agreed. Jade is one of the ideal female uh, protagonists. Sly 3, Honor Among Thieves. Sly 2, Band of Thieves, nailed down the atmosphere of what a good Sly game is, as well as introduced the new standard team-based gameplay. Sly 3, however, did something that was never done before or after in the series. For the first time ever, a Sly game has f- uh, finally was fairly challenging all throughout instead of being an easy game with occasionally hard segments. Not Jack 2 levels of challenge, but definitely not casual. I died on the final level often enough that uh, for that to leave a prominent memory the in-game animations are comic expired inspired and do not have too much aside from dramatic poses but the voice acting makes up for it hand-drawn cutscenes in between levels look better slide 3 is one of the few games that employed cell shading with black lines around the characters which is one of the few things the ps port ps3 port did wrong since upscaling apparently diminishes this effect and that is a major selling point for me the levels are expertly designed and the stealth is not added to the platforming but rather fused with it you jump and climb because you take the longer way around the level too slowly though there is that sorry i screwed up something 
Here we go. You jump and climb because you take the longer way around the level to avoid enemies. That means stealth in the game is not about waiting and moving slowly, though there is that, but rather jumping and climbing around to remain stealthy. Collectibles were removed from this game, and it's probably the biggest flaw of this title, with the rest being very minor. I will not list the rest here. I ain't no nitpicker. <laughs> the music was composed by Peter McConnell, and that should say enough. To me, it does. Jack Three Wastelander. The reason this is above Sands of Time is mostly bias. There are other reasons, but there are other reasons. Sure, I have a preference for less realistic games as well as less realistic gameplay, but there is more. The game is a complete action title. You can run, jump, climb, shoot, drive in flying cars, man turrets, and ride on lizards. The plot is strong, but requires you to play the first two games to f- uh, to feel anything for the characters. The dialogue is great, but occasionally cheesy lines. Who wrote them, really? However. The infrequent weakness of the storytelling I overlook easily for the third sentence of this paragraph. In addition to that, I love the two leads and consider them belonging to the pantheon of the greatest gaming duos ever conceived. Daxter is genuinely entertaining weasel comic relief sidekick, and Jack is one of the few fictional characters that resembles me somewhat, which is a big plus. The visuals of this game is a bonus for me, but a nice one. Naughty Dog committed themselves to get the most out of PlayStation 2's hardware, as they did. Jack 3 is the best-looking Jack title on the system. That's not a racing game. And one of the most (laughs) impressive titles available for the system. The things you will see in this game will surprise you, especially if you're used to playing PS2 titles where the developers half-ass the presentation. Oh, and there's no obvious loading times. All the loading is cleverly integrated with the gameplay, and you will never notice it unless you look for it. All the cutscenes are animated in-engine, and they look great. As a nice plus, they can be paused just like the game proper. Like Sands of Time, this is another example of a perfect integration of gameplay and story. Gameplay always comes first, but everything you do is properly justified, so you never have to ask yourself what you are doing or why. The story, minor exceptions of lines falling flat aside, is great, at least for someone who loves the series. He's got me wanting to uh, I know, yeah. to play a Jack game. Uh, many great great games had to be booted off this list because of the dumb 10-only rule. Well, sir, that is what the, the honorable mentions are for, so you can do those in the future. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, sir. Good list. Good explanations. I like, yes. I like it when people sort of tell us. I love it's... the explanations. I apologize that because I've got the emails, I'm overbearing this, but Jam will get plenty of explanations to read through soon. One of my favorite explanations, and uh, because I was going to say to people that do, they're a bit afraid to give us sort of reasons for it. One of the best reasons we were ever given, I can't remember who did it, I do apologize not getting credit, was somebody who just said, Shut up, I like it, one of the Mega Drive games. (laughs) I can't remember (laughs) who said that, but it was really kind of. I have to go back and listen. Voss5 yeah. also says, yes, the man with good taste agrees with me on Silent Hill 3. And Psy1 seems, he's never played a Jack game either, and he seems convinced. So you're I selling them beat, bit by bit, sir. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with these lists, is it just makes me want to play more, 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 more games. Right? Add to the list. Right? It makes me want to just quit doing anything else. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> quit your job. It's just <laughs> <laughs> Right? Uh, all right, sir. Anyway, I've do uh, this next one I've got. I do actually have reasons. This one is from Hex, although the message does start from Fred. <laughs> it says this is Fred. Yes, Hex wrote <laughs> his on the contact uh, the contact area in the comments. So if you want to see the original, it is in contact under Hex. So. <laughs> Um, I, I won't read. I'll just I'll just jump straight into his list and his reasons because uh, I'm afraid I put a little message first to just to. Yeah, you don't have to read that. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave that up there. Starting. Uh, okay, I don't know if I have to go in from. Uh, he starts from number one, so I guess I'll start from number uh, one. Yeah, go in reverse. So from one or ten. Go to the bottom. 
Go okay, bottom. okay, so I'll start from the bottom. <laughs> so we'll start with one we, uh, is We Love Kashmari or We Heart Kashmari. Uh, I didn't get this until a couple of years ago on PS3, but it's a great game. And moving on to number nine is one that's not been mentioned yet, which is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. And he says, first Pro, Skate, Pro, first Pro Skater game on PS2, and I hear Wolverines in it, but more importantly, <laughs> Van Merger? Merger? Is in it and Bam Margera. Oh, old thingy. He's uh, the guy from Jackass, isn't he? Jackass, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it was at this time that Jackass. Oh, he just said it. At <laughs> this time, Jackass was huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah Pro Skater Three is a big one. I, I like two more because it had Spider Man in it, and I'm a big Spider Man fan. But he is right. Bam Margera is in it, as so is Wolverine. And Pro Skater Three was on the PS2. Pro Skater Two was on the PS1. But you can cheat with that generation by getting Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two X on the xbox <laughs> anyway i didn't watch a lot of jackass i watched the movies oh you're making a mistake oh no no the tv show's the best and if you want to go way back you can get the camp kill yourself videos which bam oh, yeah. did when he was a teenager which actually has a lot of jackass content on it mm. oh yeah if you like big dumb fun especially with drinking oh my god <laughs> jam i will i will burn copies for you and send them your way um Yes, I'm that, not that, kidding that'll either. That'll keep me busy. <laughs> I'll media mail that shit to you. Anyway. <laughs> so. so, number eight's an interesting one because of what's been in the news recently, which is Marvel Ultimate Alliance. He says, great game, better as a multiplayer, mostly for party atmosphere of it, uh, but just as easily played alone. Great controls and a good story. And um, this was this game was released on multiple systems back in the day. So it was on PS2, it was on Xbox, the original Xbox, but it was also on the Xbox 360 and the PS3. So it was one of those kind of like, you know, traversing the generations of games. It's even yes, Wii. and <laughs> it's actually in our... Uh, is it is? It is, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it, it will be in our news section because it yes. recently got a reboot, or not a reboot, a re-release. Mm-hmm. And you may or may not want to jump at that. And this was uh, brought from the team, uh, which I'm, I don't think this has been brought by any of this, but the X Men Legends series. The yes, yeah, Legends one and two, two, yeah, m- must plays if you liked Ultimate Alliance on the uh, on the PS2. Uh, right, they folks. might also be on the Xbox, but I th- yes, I have them on PS2. Mm-hmm. Um, many say they're better than the than the Ultimate Alliance series. Mm. So. I've I've heard that too. It's uh, up for debate, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll be here all night if we keep debating. <laughs> right. So, so number seven, I think this is the first wrestling. Uh, I think it's the first wrestling game we've had, which is WWE SmackDown. Shut your mouth. It's. it's not yeah, the all these titles game. are fantastic. It won't be the I last think, yeah. one, but yeah. <laughs> it's, I think mean, it's like know your role as well. I remember that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, explanation. This is not the best WWE game on PS2, uh, but it has the best uh, CAW mode. Oh, is that career mode? Uh, CAW in the series. Um, I'll move on. Uh, you can I'll make Darth Vader. I'll create your creator wrestler mode. <laughs> That'll be all it is. So, create a wrestler, yeah, um, yeah. Create a wrestler mode in the series. You can make Darth Vader and Spider-Man in this version, and it even has an entrance for Spider-Man. Also, lots of costume options to make. Faithful representations. Oh, sorry, my computer's just frozen again. Give me one second. Damn, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, it's okay. If you're having problems, uh, let me know. I'll pick up the torch. Uh, also has a lot of costume options to make uh, faithful representations of uh, several real-life wrestles, mostly Bret Hart. I do remember this because uh, me and my brother did play a lot of it. We, we played a lot of wrestling games all the way back on the N64, and it did traverse all the way to the PS2. And we did try to do just that, where we tried to recreate wrestlers who weren't featured in the the, yeah, the, the main roster. Because obviously... Yeah. Uh, 
licensing uh, yeah they didn't include certain people like i don't know like hulk hogan wouldn't have been on there i'd imagine so you could recreate him quite faithfully as well cool uh, but, but um it's it's funny that he mentions it's not the best wrestling game on the playstation wwe wrestling game so i'm interested to know what he thought was the, was the best one of the lot um anyway <laughs> moving on though uh number six another sports game nba street volume three Street is an amazing series, and Volume is a slam con- dunk contest mode. Also, create a player mode. I am not going to disagree with that because I I, also, I did play a few of the Street games. There was a FIFA Street game as well, I believe, and those there were, were. they're from the EA Big pub. Was it were they published? The developer were they? The, yeah, the EA Big or Sports Big. <laughs> EA Sports, but you know that, that, that sort of yeah. that little logo they did at the beginning when EA was all about the challenge EA everything. Sports, and... it's in the game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the street, the street games were a ton of fun, absolutely, because they, they just kind of were just a bit more sort of they they weren't as formal as the main sort of canon games, and they just were a bit more fun messing around. Uh, I, I didn't know there was three of them, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> that's, that's a... Oh yeah, there's even more, but there's three on the PS2. Mm. Um, number five is Street Fighter Alpha Anthology. All of the all the alpha game, all of them in capital letters, yep. even free upper max upper if you. Highlight Alpha Free and input a special code. Okay. Yep, I yeah, got yeah, it. I'm looking I mean, at it like, yeah. right now. This is—it's a fantastic collection, and it uh, runs great. It, yeah. Mm. yeah, it comes with Alpha Two, Three, uh, Two Gold, uh, the special version of Three, and it also has Super Gem Fighter. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it have the yeah. different versions of them as well, though? It's not just the. That's what I mean. Yeah, you get Street Fighter Alpha Two and Two Gold, as well as Three and I forget what the. Th- the unlockable three special edition. He just talked about it. Mm-hmm. So number four is a game. This is this was in our top ten, which is Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. Expanded Yay! the metal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Expanded the MK story at the time and had a decent versus system within the game. More importantly, this was a hard game to find. <laughs> I only played it because the neighborhood re- neighbor rented it. Um, never could um, never could we find the game for sale until until the, the MK PS2 collection came out. Um, I think Deadly Alliance, Deception, Shadow Monks, and Armageddon. I didn't know that was included in there. Oh yeah, it was, it's wasn't it? It's yeah, missing one of them. Actually, yeah. no, it's got Shaolin Monks. He says, "I don't." He says, I think Deadly it's Deception and Armageddon. Yeah. Uh, Deadly. One of those is missing. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think Deadly Alliance is the one that's missing. But either way, yeah. Um, Shaolin Monks was hard to find because most people who bought it kept it um, yeah. until this PS2 box set, uh, and it was it came out, and then shortly after that, the PS2 ended, and so a bunch of people went back and resold them. Uh, but if that hadn't happened, uh, I would say Shaolin Monks would probably still be hard to find today. Mm. I kept out my copy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, had the box set not come out, it probably would be a problem. Mm. I'm, su- I'm surprised that one, well, I guess because it was Midway, wasn't it, at the time. I'm surprised it's not been re-released in some form. Because this is a cult classic for people. They're not really doing HD remakes. They did for the original arcade games, which makes sense, but that's about it. Even mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat 4, they're not re-releasing. <laughs> so... Or that gem on the Dreamcast, Mortal Kombat Gold. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, one of the only Dreamcast games not to work with the VGA box. Fun fact. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, number three, Burnout Free Takedown. Crashing. Always good. Moving on. <laughs> I've never played a Burnout game, but the only one I've grabbed so far. I think I grabbed three and Revenge. Is Revenge the fourth one or the second one? Revenge is the fourth one. 
Uh, no, two Fourth is one. point okay. of impact. And I've got, I've got, I think I've got all of them. Need actually. to grab Burnout Two, yeah. Yeah, Fred, that is a series you probably need to play. They are a ton of fun, the Burnout games. Yeah. Uh, those older ones. I've, I've not, heard, I don't have the one that was on 360. What was it? Paradise, which I've heard, I haven't heard the best. Thing oh, about. I have Paradise. I've never played oh, it though, but it's not a Burnout <laughs> game. It's not a crashing game. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Revenge. Uh, if you, if you want to start, my my recommendation would be start with Revenge. But the other two and then go back to Takedown. Well. Okay. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Anyway, number mm. two, Virtual Fighter Four Evolution. I don't think we've mentioned this one yet. Um, he says it was a budget title, twenty dollars, and is pro- probably the best fighting game on the system. It's intricate, easy to pick up, and hard to master, with many fighting styles represented. It was a nice surprise when it came out, and I had a lot of friends who also uh, who also got it. Um, who weren't necessarily Virtual Fighter fans, but the game is so good. And I would agree, actually, because uh, this is interesting uh, when this came out, because um, people, I, I kind of think, I thought that people were kind of done with Virtual Fighter by this point. <laughs> and, because it, well, it wasn't, um, I, I don't even yeah. remember Virtual Fighter 3, but that was on Dreamcast, wasn't it? But, was it? I don't know. I don't remember Virtual Fighter 3. Like, yeah, it would, it would have been the, the Dreamcast or version. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 I didn't even, I don't think I even played that version. I remember Virtual Fighter 2. That was obviously the Saturn sort of right, game. Right, right, right. But, but yeah, this was quite good. And this obviously stemmed, it's, it got, it led to another sequel, which is still quite well up today, I believe, you know, Virtual Fighter 5. Yep, yep. Virtual Fighter 5, not bad. Not bad. It's, it's, a, it's a very technical game. But 4 Absolutely. was as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, but that was the draw. Like, that's its deciding, you know, it is... It, <laughs> Um, Virtua Fighter is to fighting games what Soul Calibur definitely is not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and you can take that in whatever interpretation you want to, and if you choose to be offended, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, and number one. Now, this is a very unique one. I'm, I'm quite happy this is on the list, um, which is mm-hmm. Fire Pro Wrestling Returns. And he says it's the best wrestling game hands down on PlayStation 2 in North America. It was ported from Japan, and there's better wrestling games in Japan, but never ported. I don't know if this came out in Europe, because I never saw it, but I wish it did. <laughs> I can tell you, but... Uh, yeah. But the Fire Pro wrestling games were very well loved. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, they they became a lot of our WWE games here. Well, they were they're from the same developers, um, weren't they? Yes. The, yeah, no, like they were licensed for WWE over here yeah. and they were actually just Fire Pro Wrestling games that were ported over. Um never did come out in Europe. Wait, yes it did. 505 games. Oh, it did. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Oh god, it's ludicrously expensive. Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> well, of course it <laughs> Very is. Well, it's 505. They didn't yeah, they didn't uh do too much uh too much product back then so mm. but of course it gets it's from the same the same publisher as michigan <laughs> of course it is right yeah yeah great box the infamous up. michigan <laughs> yeah yeah all right well thank you very much um and now that was hecked he's in the chat thank you sir yeah thank um you. all right next up is clue drew also in the chat. 
He says, uh, in which I explain why I'm wrong. He goes, now technically <laughs> this is supposed to have my top 10 list, but I haven't had enough time with the PS2 or most systems really to put together a top 10 list. So instead I thought I would just explain why I raised my eyebrow at your number one Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and it really comes down to the fact that GTA... Uh, that it is a GTA game. You see, a while ago, I lived in an area with a quote-unquote geek gamer community center. Across the room was this guy who would play on one of the screens, and one of the games he always wanted to seem to come back to was a GTA game. I don't even know which one it was, but he wouldn't. But he would play the game for hours. Now, he must have been enjoying it to keep playing it, but he never seemed to do anything. Well, he started gunfights and burger joints, uh, did the quote-unquote not explicate scene with some girl at the bar stole people's cars and then crashed them into walls and it was always either that game or duke nukem forever so it just went on and on slowly driving me insane not that you need a car for that (laughs) my other experiences with gta games have been similar so i'll admit my biases say i have a hard time taking any gta series as anything more than a time waster which hardly makes them bad games but it would make them hard to reach the top 10 of my lists uh, Kudru, you're not wrong. Uh, the reason for Vice City was that it was like, because it used the Scarface plot, that was why, to me, it was a big one. So, mm-hmm. Hector's, uh, but some Ukes developed Japanese games were ported to, into WWE games, mostly the SmackDown series. Yeah. And yeah. all the derivatives. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so, um, yeah, Heck says no. Fire Pro was never a ported WWE game. I am sorry. Wow, wow. I pissed off the wrestling people. I don't mean to talk about that, which I do not know. I will not do it in the future. <laughs> um, uh, Fortinguard says the Def Jam people made the WWE games. So there we go. Um, all right. Oh, yeah, I got plenty of lists. Um, why don't you just go do that one, and then we'll oh, yeah. Yeah, no problem. We'll move from there. So, last one, and there's no explanation with this one. This is just Sarah K, and this says my top ten. Number ten, Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Number nine, Burnout Revenge. Number eight, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. I think that's the first time it's been mentioned. Number seven yeah. is one that makes me very, very happy, which is Unreal Tournament, because <laughs> I have this Yeah, motion. that was huge. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that people like this so much on PS2 because obviously it's a PS2. I didn't know about PS2, PS2, but you know, teach their own. That's cool. She clearly did. (laughs) Uh, Number six is a a good one. Um, Ark the Lad um, Twilight of Spirits, which is also on PS4 as well, uh, being re released. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wait, actually, I think I picked that up. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number five is God of War, the original. Number four is Burnout Free. And number three is Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. And two is Mortal Kombat Deception. And nice. number one is fan favorite, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. It had it all. Couch co-op, <laughs> the whole nine, right, Jam? Couch co-op. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. And dragons. <laughs> Couch co-op and dragons. That's all you need. Thank you, uh, and, Sarah. And you can also, run your underpants. <laughs> <laughs> also, thank you, Sarah, there. being one of our uh, one of our few uh, one of our few um, female listeners to write in. So, thank you for the participation. Yes. Um, you don't hold any more weight than any of our male listeners, but we do appreciate it. <laughs> we are feminists through and through. You get equal you get equal opportunity here. So, thank you for writing in. Uh, next up is Blake. And for, uh, sorry, Jam, check your email. You yeah, should have yeah. gotten the next one. Okay, it. cool. Yeah. 
Uh, here's his top 10 with his reasonings. Number 10, Red Faction. Loved the destructive environment. Yeah. So was, that was very fresh for the time. Fun FPS. Have a tough time picking it up. Uh, picking BW, this one, and Time Splitters. Oh, between this one and Time Splitters. Yeah. Oh. So Time Splitters almost made his list. Red Faction. Uh, yes, yes. I have that on PS3, and then I randomly picked it up, not knowing I had it on PS3, on PS2 recently. <laughs> I do that sometimes. Anyway, number nine, WWE SmackDown, just bring it. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Love the WWE slash WWF games for the N64, and this was a continuation of that. Endless replay if you're a wrestling fan, which I was at the time. Number eight, Burnout 3, similar to Mortal Kombat, wait, MCSR. Oh, Midnight Club Street Racing. What a cool concept. Drive as fast as you can, then blow stuff up. Gorgeous graphics. Played this one a lot with my brother. Number seven, Midnight Club Street Racing. This game was a blast. What a launch title. Played the mm. crap out of this. Number six, Eco. You guys said it all. Beauty, atmosphere, mysterious, pretty fun overall. Fun puzzles, decent combat, combat classic. Number five, NBA Street. Fun, fast, cool music. Love blocking shots. Fun little game with lots of replay value, solo or multiplayer. Play this one with a lot of my, uh, a lot with my brothers. I could see that. Um, Star Wars Starfighter. Dude, I want a signed copy of this game at a GameSpot.com live broadcast. That's the producer cool. signed it, and I still have it. He did include a picture, so I'll put that up in the, in the thing. Absolutely. I love this game. Great controls, three unique ships to pilot. Star Wars, Colony Wars, Ace Combat-esque gameplay. Love it. I've attached a pic of my signed copy. Yeah, that just became the cover art. Thanks, sir. <laughs> because Star Wars. <laughs> because Star Wars. He says GTA 3, reasoning C above. So his number three is GTA 3. Number two is GTA Vice City. I'm guessing these will bleed in together. He goes, I don't even play this story. I just hijack cars, shot stuff, and then hide till the heat cools. Then repeat. Music, a city I'm familiar with, atmosphere, little touches of detail everywhere. So, like, see, there's two schools of thought on this. This is why people like it, and this is why people don't like it. <laughs> but everybody plays it. Um, number one, Star Wars Battlefront. Dude. I just played this recently, and it still holds up. It's still fun. It's frantic. Thank you, Blake, our Jedi mm -hmm. Slurpee. All right, Jim, you're up. Uh, so I've got an email from, is it David? Uh, yes. Yes, David. Um, I, I, the email address is rather long, so I'm not going to spell that one out. But, yeah, don't read it. Uh, nope, just it's David. <laughs> no, I wasn't, wasn't going to read it out. No, no, don't worry about that. I was just going to say I wasn't sure what name to go by on this. Um, anyway, sorry. Let's continue. Uh, my list is made up of my favorite um, games that I played on PS2 and not games that while from the sixth generation I played on different systems, setting aside on the GameCube, for instance, HD Remastered games I didn't originally play on PS2 are also excluded, so no Shadow of the Colossus. Interesting. Whether it holds up, I'm not sure, but as with a lot of my list, this is based on nostalgia. Which is, yeah, that's what we're, that's what, that's what we're here for. Um, so, let's start off with number 10. I like how he introduces the first one. Fahrenheit slash Indigo Prophecy. Um, <laughs> obviously, the endless war between <laughs> Europe and American titles. But um, How did it get no mention from you guys? Shock well, the, the main reason it didn't get mentioned from me was because I played on the Xbox, I'll be completely honest. And I imagine Fred probably played it on PC. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, which one was this again? Like Sorry, it. I blanked for a second because um, Derek is, is calling, talking shit. 
It's talking about um, what, uh, why we didn't mention Fahrenheit or Indico Prophecy. PS2. Oh, okay. Actually, I played this on PS2. Uh, I've Did replayed you? it on PC, but I've played it. Or I played it originally on PS2. I don't like Indigo Prophecy. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. And that apartment scene in the middle with the hundred button inputs oh, yeah. really rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> so I acknowledged yeah. that I didn't think it was a top game, but I totally get why people do like it. Yeah. Um, and I totally don't get, one, why it wasn't named Fahrenheit in America, but I think there was a reason. I think it was a copyright reason. Probably. And two, I don't understand why blocky butts need to be censored. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to change the thumbnail? <laughs> anyway. anyway, he does actually give a reason. Whether it holds up, I'm not sure, but uh, at, as for a lot of my list, this is based on nostalgia. Uh, num- moving on, number nine. Uh, I think this is a first. Simpsons Hit and Run. This was quite mm. uh, a fan favorite, people. He just puts in brackets as above, obviously, reiterating based it's, on Have you played it? It's GTA with the Simpsons. It it's, yeah, yeah. I've got it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. I'm not, I'm not mad about it, I'll be completely honest. I am a huge Simpsons fan. I mean, if you like I'm the Simpsons... I'm not mad. Story, I'm just disappointed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be perfectly I'm not even disappointed. It's like, I'm not really sure what else you get from it, because they're hardly going to go like full-blown gta with the simpsons of course not so but it it, it was a fun game it's, it's it, and it's still it's relatively sought after still i believe you know people are still trying to find this mm-hmm. it's had no re-release. yeah hit and run was it, yeah. it, was it also or was hit it? and run or yeah hit and run are you still talking about hit and run uh yes. no as far as i know it wasn't on pc um it's on mame because it did have an arcade version and it's <laughs> uh it doesn't run well um, oh no, that's Simpsons Bowling. Never mind. Um, <laughs> and I think it's also on GameCube, but I don't think it went to Xbox. It did go to Xbox. That's the one I've got. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, My bad. I don't think it went on GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Let's go to number eight, which is another one that's not been mentioned, which is Stuntman uh, from from the original, from Reflections, the guys who did the Driver series, well, the original Driver series games, um, combined the driving mechanics of Driver series to deliver a punishing yet fun, rewarding, and interesting take on the car games genre. Um, I mean, did you play Stuntman at all, Fred? I have not. Really? I haven't yeah. played Driver or Stuntman, and <laughs> I'm told both facts are a sin. Well... <laughs> Stuntman, I might get in trouble for saying this, but Stuntman <clears throat> is, was generally kind of like the, I guess you could say the litmus test for what's come later. It was kind of like a, dare I say the term, a tech demo for what Driver Free would become later, although Driver Free turned out to be a huge disappointment anyway. But Stuntman is a fun little game. Ooh, snap. Mm. Okay. And I, and as I say, this is, this is a good list as well. So let's carry on to number seven, which is Ultimate Spider-Man. And the reasons being, while many would agree that Spider-Man 2 is superior, and in its swing mechanics it is, I much more enjoyed its follow-up, but not a sequel, which came a year later. Ultimate Spider-Man, because of its comic uh, cell-shading art style and story. cell-shading, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The ability to play as Venom, with his similar to Hulk Ultimate Destruction gameplay, didn't hurt either. I love Ultimate Spider-Man. I love playing as Venom. Um, I bet you did. <laughs> a lot of people didn't really think it was a good game, and that has nothing to do with my top ten, but it is why I frequently forget to mention this game. But I have it, and I boot it from time to time. I have it on the Xbox, but it's the same game pretty much, yeah. uh, just with surround sound, uh, and it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Moving on to number six, Tony Hawk's Underground. 
Retrospectively, horrible name aside, back in the days of PS2 and post-3D Grand Theft Auto, the Tony Hawk series attempted to branch out with this game. For the first time ever, you could leave your board and even drive a car. As terrible as the driving was, skating was as good as ever. While I prefer the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, I played this on GameCube, so as mentioned, it doesn't make the list. Thug. Wasn't Wasn't this thug? Wasn't that what they called it? I think I, I didn't know that. Thug. I didn't know they called it that. <laughs> thug. T H U G. Thug. Yeah. Thug. That'd just be the great best advertisement life. ever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So. Oh, Hecht to- says yep. Ultimate Spider-Man is is great, but the racing missions are so fucking tedious. <laughs> yeah, I I I forgive those. I don't have an excuse. I just do. <laughs> he also puts anyway. um, Ferg on the list because it has creative player mode as well. Yes, yes. I'm not going to fit that. That's that's my that's that. I love that acronym. <laughs> Ferg. <laughs> so moving on to number five, um, Silent Hill Two. Okay, confession time. I've never actually completed Silent Hill Two. It's only it's the only game on my list uh, that has that distinction. So it should tell you how highly I rate this game. The feeling of dread when playing Silent Hill 2, of what's around the next corner, the eerie atmosphere, and even the anxiety of thinking about playing this game are memories that come up every time I hear its name. For that reason, it makes it on my top five. Yeah, I, I, I would highly recommend go finish that game. It's worth it. That was one of those games I, I, you know, I hadn't played it until I did it for a game club that I did a solo game club early <laughs> into the career of GH101 that got slammed by fans, justifiably so. Um, and I remember that game fucking creeped me out, and it was it was rare to see that in a you know a stereo standard def game. Like it, it freaked me out. With I, headphones, I play- it's even creepier. <laughs> <laughs> I first played on the original Xbox as well, and, and even when the, I think the 360 had already come out, and going back sort of to a CRT, I played on a CRT TV of all things, I still found it terrifying. If anything, it made yeah, it worse yeah. playing it on that TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I'm surrounded by CRTs now, so uh, I play everything <laughs> on CRTs. I'm playing Kingdom Hearts on a CRT, yeah. Excellent. That's the way to play it. Um, yep. Right, moving on to four. I don't think we mentioned this yet. Oh, no, I think we have, but only in one of the smaller lists, which is Hitman Blood Money. <clears throat> Um, Mm -hmm. Stealth game? Action game? Yes and yes, but it's when you realize that it's actually a puzzle game in a bespoke suit uh, that its genius is clear. There's a reason no one has attempted to copycat version of this type of game, and that's because IO Interactive do it so well. A genre unto itself, Hitman refines itself. The gameplay of previous games is streamlined and somewhat over-suspicious AI is also toned down to make this perfect entry point into the Hitman series' nay genre. And I, I don't think any, I know anybody doesn't rate this as the best Hitman game. <laughs> These yeah. are the, sort of the wow. Hitman, but you might disagree, Fred. Absolutely. No, no, I haven't played enough to know. I've only played Hitman Two, but I always thought it was Hitman Two. Guess I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, well, that I, I had a friend of mine. He adored Blood Money, and uh, I think still to this day um, rates it very, very highly. It was the I don't know if it because this is this is interesting with Hitman Blood Money because it was released. This was also released on 360. It was also released on the original Xbox and PS2. But there was a level in it where it had that kind of ridiculously crowded sort of Mardi Gras kind of level. I don't know if you remember that. If you've ever seen the footage of that, and I just remember that being blowing me away for the time because it was, you didn't. see Yeah, that so was also many. on 360, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. This is 360. Yeah, I think I that's why. I don't know if that was yeah. included on PS2 though. 
Um, the Mardi Gras level was, but it was it was modified. It couldn't have as many people on the screen. I was going to say, yeah, because that's what it was like a staple for the 360 showing off how, how, what, it, what it was capable of. Um, and B, I was right. just being really impressed. But anyway, this is not about 360. This is about PS2. So, this, <laughs> so we shouldn't be, <laughs> You're we good. Shouldn't be doing that. But I, I'm not, but the main point I should be guessing to is that if you if you appreciate Blood Money on the PS2, that just shows how good that game is. If you can appreciate it on that system as well. Um, so number three, Dragon Ball Z Budokai Three. This entry is purely based on my fandom of all things Dragon Ball. I've probably played this more than any other game on my list. A fun 2.5D beat-em-up. Its combat is both simple and deep. It's in its att attention to detail, amount of content, along with its art style that matches the show, uh, though that makes this game stick out for me. I don't think of PS2 without thinking of this game and many hours I sunk into it. I think we had that already. Have we had this, we had this one mentioned before? Yeah, I said, it, I said, it was, I and um, Hecht just recently, without knowing we were going to talk about it, he says, fun fact, the company that developed Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkachi is the same company who put uh, out Fire Pro Wrestling. Oh, so there you go. <laughs> so. I played this game a lot with um, with a friend of mine at university, and I sucked to this game, but I, I had fun sucking. <laughs> you know, who doesn't? <laughs> which, sounds, which sounds wrong but you know feel free that's to exactly that why i was yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. no no that's staying in the show i know anyway, it is absolutely it, it becomes anyway. a soundbite <laughs> <laughs> oh it will now so moving on to number two a fan favorite which is melody solid free snake eater so and he says cheese that's what this game makes me think of, and I love it. A, mass, a massive Metal Gear fan, I own this multiple times on multiple systems, me included. Um, while not uh, my fave of the series, though it comes close, it's my favourite PS2 iteration. Uh, if all of you do, if all you do is play this attract mode, uh, play the attract mode, and listen to that theme song, you'll immediately jump in uh, to your favourite games of all time list. There's no such, there's not much I can add to that. That hasn't been said, and I completely agree. <laughs> what, what more can you say after the infamous Snake Eater song, which also featured on, I think, Top Scores Volume 1, I believe, Fred. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. I recently listened to it. And finally, number one, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Why I retrospectively prefer three, I have a soft spot for two, and like Vice City soundtrack, um, more no game wowed me as much as this during the PS2 era. I must have played this for three years, I <laughs> and I didn't get bored. While looking back, the story may, may not hold up, and upon playing it recently, I couldn't garner the same enthusiasm for it as I did. In the mid-2000s, this was, was the game. The amount of content it offered was unmatched and staggering. The world full of things to do and see. It's partly nostalgia and time shared with friends, playing and talking about this game, that elevated it to number one for me. Also, it had a jetpack, <laughs> which I love well, that and, ending. That's just great. And you know what I think my biggest problem here is, is uh, the reason why San Andreas was a negative for me was I was in college at the time. And I like I was like trying to wrap up my journalism degree and it was working me hard, bro. Like it mm. was, it was a tough game um, to sink tons of time into whereas just before that in high school i could sink a ton of time into most uh, ps1 saturn n64 games and um just after that right after i graduated the 360 came out and i was able to put you know i have all thousand points in rainbow six vegas one and two you have to do some crazy multiplayer achievements in that 
Um, mm. In fact, there's some achievements in there you haven't been able to get for a long time. We could probably help some people get where you have to mm. like host a game with like uh, like a hundred people or something. Oh, yeah. there, there's all these crazy achievements that need everyone to be online, and like after a while, the community just died. Anyway. Cool. Well, thank you, David. Um, did you get Cy1's, yep. Jam? Oh, I probably what? do. Let me just get that. Okay. Because I'm about to start Vosses. We've got to try to fly through these. Uh, <laughs> we've got... <laughs> yeah, we, this, this is a full episode. I'm glad we did set aside the time for it, but I still need 10 minutes for news. So, And we've still got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You guys came out in, in spades. Thank you. All right, let's get to it then. <laughs> All right, Voss. Voss's uh, number 10 is The Bouncer, a very unique oh, and slightly yeah. clunky 3D brawler that feels like it's trying to create a cinematic experience out of games before David Cage. With a unique cast of characters, three main playable characters, but every named character is in the multiplayer varied customizable move sets and a story that could only come from squaresoft not even enix yet i believe this launch window title still holds up and deserves recognition to this day agreed i love the bouncer uh number nine arc the lad twilight of the spirits honestly not the most groundbreaking title but it created one of the least intimidating yet still enjoyable turn-based strategy battle systems i've played to date not that I dislike slash am bad at turn-based strategy. This is just a good entry level. The dual storylines, interesting setting, palatable battle system, and surprisingly attractive main character, Dark, nervous chuckle, makes this a no-brainer on my <laughs> list. Um, number eight, Okami. While this mm-hmm. does not get... Uh, while this does get a bit repetitive at the end i still feel that the beautiful style unique mechanics and vast world made 65 hours i put into this game completely justified wow i had no idea it was that long okay uh number seven dark cloud another launch title on the list while i do think nostalgia does feed into my judgment on this a bit i still do feel dark cloud can hold its own probably why it's on ps4 kind of my introduction to procedurally generated dungeons with a kind of roguelike dungeon crawler vibe simply with the six playable characters you can switch out at will, the upgradable weapons, and the fascinating upgrade trees and materials, and the unique city-building aspect, Dark Cloud holds a solid place in this and probably many other lists. Number six, Final Fantasy X2. Woo-woo! Ten uh, <laughs> two rather. A controversial pick from what I gather, but I really enjoy Ten two. The dress sphere mechanic alone is a need to justify this pick. Its traditional Final Fantasy job class is modernized and refreshed. I agree. Why don't people see that? With cute outfits. Okay, so we have different <laughs> reasons we're drawn to it. The, the outfits are fun, but like I, I don't appreciate them probably as much as others would. Um, but uh, I anyway, I'm going to stop trying to justify this because it just sounds bad as I keep going. Uh, <laughs> they did away with the horrible sphere grid system out of X, but unfortunately they also negated the impact of X's story with such an upbeat girl power tone, which I happen to enjoy, and undoing the plots, uh, the plot points of X peop- uh, of 10 people found had such impact. I don't know, Voss, I disagree. I think fucking wipe that Final Fantasy X plot. <laughs> That's going to get From some memory. people pissed off at me. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. number five, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. He didn't know yet. <laughs> yeah, not technically the strongest Kingdom Hearts games, not even on the PS2 but it's hard to forget the initial magic of seeing such beloved Disney franchises as background for very engaging hack-and-slash gameplay sprinkled with characters and concepts from Final Fantasy and an original, albeit nonsensical, storyline. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it next uh, in two weeks, actually, but uh, 
Not disagreeing with him. I've had to do. <laughs> uh, number four, Shadow of the Colossus. A palatable and gorgeous experience that represents, uh, even in total isolation, sheer will can overcome any obstacle. Between the varied and creative bosses and the methods, tricks for each, and the vague yet gripping story, Shadow is one of the, is one of a kind experience behind its series of boss fights concept. Number three, the first dot .hack series, Infection, Mutation, Outbreak, and Quarantine. While technically four games that can be played on their own as isolated titles, they string together seamlessly as though they were a single title on four discs. The perfect MMO, dungeon crawl, level grinding experience for those who like to play alone. Quite simply, I absolutely love everything about these games, but you need... But if you need just one for the sake of a list, which we don't, uh, just put down Hack Quarantine since it's the finale and the most content and fan service-y. Number two, Silent Hill 3. I know, surprisingly not my number one. I could go into details about why I love this game, but you'd probably be better suited to just listen to the Silent Hill 3 revisited on the GH101 side. Ha ha. No, he's right. Um, <laughs> I limited myself to one Silent Hill game, so that's why Silent Hill 2 isn't here. Number one, we love Katamari. Yep, we love Katamari, the self-aware sequel to the original Katamari Damacy. With the gameplay elements, humor, and outrageous depiction of Japanese culture refined, you play this as an adorable and vast section of... Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, you... Wait, this is the best installment in the series to date, but also the last from the original team. First, allowing you to play as the adorable and vast selection of the prince's cousins in a single player... We Love Katamari boasts at least twice as many levels and three times the collectible items, in parentheses, did not fact check, so I may be exaggerating. <laughs> uh, the draw of these games? Yes, it's just rolling things up, but it's strategy of trying to pick up the right things to go in the right areas to optimize the size of your Katamari, all while experiencing the charm of level design and the humor of the king of all cosmos. It's not just the gameplay that makes the first two games, especially this one, so beloved and special. It's the level of detail and care poured into every corner of every level. There you go. I have a Katamari game on the PS3, but I think it's Damasi, though. But haven't played it yet. And sorry, chatters, I've been reading. Uh, all right, <laughs> you're up. Okay, so uh, side one sent us in the list. So, oh, hold on, let me just check I've got it. So, okay, so Dear Fred and Jam, uh, this was not an easy list to put together. So many titles were scrapped to the cutting room floor, and my list must have changed a few good times. But hey, got there in the end. Well, without further ado, here's Mr. Saiwan's <laughs> PS2 Top 10. We haven't made a native-born Australian joke for a while. I just, just remembered. Just putting it out there. But... Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Oh, sorry. I was, <laughs> I was going to say, you're, you're distracted. But it's, that's usually Fred's job. But anyway, number 10, um, Frequency. <laughs> Um, one of my favorite rhythm games. This was a thumping this with its thumping electronic tracks, bright hypnotic graphics, and addictive gameplay. This game will have you deep in the zone and hitting all the right notes. Invite theme breaks round, and your PS2 will be the hottest party in town. I will certainly not agree disagree with that game. Have you got that one, Fred? Uh, yes, I do. Amplitude. So. I don't have amplitude. I have frequency. I have. Yep, poop. that's. <laughs> yep, that's that's the way that works in mine. Um, so yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's disappointing because obviously you won't ever see those games re-released because of the licensed music. Which is Amplitude bit, just got re-released. Well, uh, but it's different. It's not different with the though. original music. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, yes. Uh, anyway, uh, number nine, <laughs> Time Splitters Two, probably one if not the best first-person shooter on PS2. Many a nights, my friends and I would huddle around the TV, <laughs> a case of beers, chilling in the fridge, and Time Splitters 2 on the PS2. 
gorgeous visuals, a great campaign mode, and awesome multiplayer meant that this bad boy kept us <laughs> kept us up kept us up many a night. I I don't. I, I, yes, oh, I've totally heard that. Mm. Again, it's, 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 uh, some people will debate Time Split 2, some people will debate uh, Future Perfect, which is the third one. Um, mm. Number eight, one that I certainly have been enjoying more and more, even recently, uh, which is Maximo, Ghost to Glory, or I guess this is just plain Maximo in some territories. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. That, <laughs> yeah, never mind, never mind. <laughs> so, it's uh, the original Capcom, Maximo, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ghost to Glory is the original. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Spiritual Sector 2 is classic ghosts and goblins this game looked stunning when it first came out and it certainly didn't downplay on its difficulty quite a few nights i stay out playing this and after every death i would say to myself just one more go <laughs> the title <laughs> truly needs to be brought back to life i i and i completely agree so I, there was a sequel that was also released on ps2 but then the, the series just just never resurfaced unfortunately um no they went back on. to ghosts and goblins Yes, they did. Which may or may not have been a good idea. The sequel was Maximo versus Army of Zin. That's the one. Yep, yep. yep. Number seven. I don't think this has been mentioned yet. Manhunt. Dark and disturbing, Manhunt took you down a path that many games had feared to tread. With its very adult content, haunting immersive audio, and many graphic ways to take down your foes, Manhunt will have you gripped on the edge of your seat till the very end. Just shame that its sequel, Manhunt 2, was such a letdown. I mean, it's difficult with Manhunt 2. The Manhunt was associated with a lot of controversy, which we have mentioned on the show before. Um, but I don't. Manhunt 2 got more controversy, and although it was more violent, it was, it was nowhere near as twisted of a concept. Yeah, you were just a weirdo. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the uncensored version. I patched yep. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I have the uncensored version of Manhunt 1. Sorry, I don't have the uncensored version of Manhunt 2. There's an it's uncensored not, version of Manhunt 1? No, no. I've, 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 I, was, I was wondering if that... Or, or do you just have the American version? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what anyway. yeah. Moving on, anyway. But anyway no, what, there's what, what a testicle in Manhunt 2 where you explode the guy's testicles. And oh, uh, they, 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 they censored that, it yeah, out. There's also a plastic bag one where you put a plastic bag over his head, which I think you did in Manhunt 1. Yeah, but anyway. that's well, yeah. Manhunt 1 was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. But, but a good game. It's hard to talk about. about obviously, people talk about the controversy, though. They're definitely very unique. This is when Rockstar was kind of at the height of their kind of like, you know, they're bringing out these titles on PS2. But yeah, anyway, there's another one on Cy One's list that's, yeah, mm -hmm. another one. Which anyway. Number six, Akami. The first thing that grabs you about Akami is its breathtaking watercolor graphics. This game is just gorgeous to look at. Throw in some Jap Japan mythology, some quirky humor, and you have a fantastical, fantastically huge and rewarding game. Not to mention, at, I'm not going to be able to pronounce it. Thank you. <laughs> this is a, it's a badass reference. I, I suck at Japanese. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Actually, I've just heard it pronounced many times. So, And moving on to number five, another fan favorite, Boulder's Gate Dark Alliance. The PS2 had oh, a yeah. shed of JRPGs. This is somewhat refreshing when Boulder's Gate hit the PS2. Though not as deep as its PC predecessor, it's a fantastic dungeon crawl made only better with co-op. Oh, and so much loot. Yeah, I mean, let's then, face it. This was Diablo yeah. couch co-op. I'm just amazed nobody brought up Dark Alliance 2. <laughs> so, I've never played 2. It's so rare. 
Really? <laughs> like, it's not hard to find, but it's just so expensive. It's like 50 bucks here. Mm. And Dark Alliance 1 is like 15. So it's like, pfft, everybody says that was the better one. <laughs> so I'll have not to pick before. it up at some point. But Absolutely. Yes, you should. Um, I need so to play on. it with, like, with my brother or something. Like, you have to play it with someone. I don't care yes. what people say. Yes, it is a lot more fun with someone else. So when we, when we were just talking about unique Rockstar games, this was one of the number four, which is The Warriors. <laughs> and I love what he puts yeah. it straight away. Warriors, come out to play. <laughs> Warriors, come out I'll be honest, to play. I'll be honest, I, have, I, have, I haven't watched the film yet. I need to watch it. <laughs> so, oh, that's why you don't know that line. Yes, yeah, no, sir, yeah. you do need to watch that I'll film. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, anyway. He says, if only all movie games were made like this. Uh, to be fair, the movie did come out over 26 years before the game came out, before, before, the, well, before the game, but I digress. Yes. Uh, Rockstar captures everything that was great about the film in this fantastic game adaptation, from the story to the minigames to the co-op. This game go down as a cult classic, just like the film, which I need to watch, and a worthy top 10 for any PS2 gamer. <laughs> I did as much as bought it, Cy One. I bought it on the PS3. So I have the Warriors. Warriors. Um, number three is, which is Indian, Mel Gear Solid 3, <laughs> Subsistence. The Cold War has never looked so good in Hideo Kojima's direct cut of Mel Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater. With the addition <laughs> of a new camera angle and online play, and you've got one of the best PS2 games that was ever made. Agreed. Not much more to say really about failures. So many good games, though. Yeah. Number two, Shadow of the Colossus. Gorgeous, haunting, epic. From the barren, empty wastelands to the huge Colossus uh, beasts themselves, this game was grand in every sense of the word. When I first played the game, I was blown away of how impressive it was. Riding across the wandering land in search of the giants before trying to bring them down was an adventure in itself. An act that left you with a saddened heart after you brought each Colossus down. Oh, that's a really cool description of that. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I need to play num- this game so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, absolutely. And number one, GTA Vice City. Say hello to my little friend. I have seen that oh, film. Yeah. <laughs> Who hasn't? But, good, good, but, good, good. Um, while GTA San Andreas might be, be have been bigger in scale, Vice City made up for its character tenfolds. From the opening um, intro featuring Mister Mister's Broken Wings. I love that song. To Tony Montana's esque Keep Your Friends Close last mission, to the amazing shady characters you come across, Vice City will grab you by the balls and bitch slap you back into the 80s. <laughs> Hell yeah. Rockstar's ode, ode to Scarface is nothing short of sublime. Great to have the top 10s back. Look forward to the next one. And also, as always, keep up the good work. Thanks very much, Simon. That, that's a fantastic list. And I, that, I, complete, I think that echoes completely how I feel about Vice City. Is I, I agree that... San Andreas may have been bigger and it was massive and there was certainly more to do in it. Just, for some reason, Vice City just seemed to have a lot more sort of heart, I guess, you're looking to it. And it but I think it was very mm. much for that 80s vibe that really kind of hit me a bit more. You just can't beat that soundtrack. Also, Saiwan did say that the bag kill was in the original Manhunt. Yeah, apparently there's something with a pipe and then the yeah. testic kill were the two that were censored out of Manhunt 2. But Manhunt 2 is kind of a stupid game, so just play the original. <laughs> like that, yeah. Sorry, it I'll is. A stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> but Boss 5 says, pretty sure Warriors is on PS4 too. It might be a lot of Rockstar games just hit the PS4, so it yeah. might be. I can check that in a minute. 
Um, all right. Now we've got very little explanation on these. So here we go. Next up is uh, Freddy Finian uh, from Japan. Uh, number 10, God of War 2, the pinnacle of action games on the PS2. Number 9, Persona 3 Fess, made Persona the popular franchise it is today. Number 8, Eco, played both this and Shadow of the Colossus, love both, Eco I played more times. Number 7, Fatal Frame 2, Crimson Butterfly, atmospheric as mm. fuck like Jamalaya said. <laughs> you need to get close and personal to beat the ghosts. You should really play it, Fred. Oh, I've played it. Yes, played, played it. Yeah, we played it for a game club, but he might have missed that game club. Or oh, I realize it. it's been a long time, but uh, yeah, I I just don't. Fatal Frame doesn't click with me like a lot of uh, players. I know the Japanese it really clicks with, um, but oh, that's anyway. fine. That's... Yeah, number six. I I I bought four. I bought a Japanese Wii just to play four and never have, and then I bought five on the Wii U. Um, Did you? Oh my god, digital only. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you have to you have to download it for free, and then you have to buy it once you beat the second level. That's how you do mm. it in America, at least, because we didn't get a disc version. Anyway, we did. Now, uh-huh. uh, fuck. <laughs> anyway, number six, Final Fantasy twelve, underappreciated main FF entry. Number five, Bully. Somehow they made the GTA formula work in a school setting. Yeah, I'm surprised fewer people brought up Bully, us included. Um, I don't know. It's going up against the other GTA game, so that's probably why. Uh, number four, GTA San Andreas. Bigger, better, and had Samuel L. Jackson as one of the main antagonists. <laughs> uh, number three, Silent Hill 3. I like two, but prefer three because it was a more reliable story for me. Plus, there was one point in the game that actually blows your mind if you think about it when Vincent implies that the monsters Heather kills in the fog are actually humans distorted by the town. Yeah, I think three is bigger with fans. Yeah. Uh, two is the Two is the evergreen one three is the fan favorite uh number two gta3 so innovative number one shin megami tensei nocturne my favorite jrpg ever from my favorite video game series so i bought this after freddy said that so mm-hmm. i recently picked it up but uh all righty jim oh, yeah. you're up i've got another one uh so just a top 10 list here i don't know who this is this from Fortnite. this is fort <laughs> yep yep uh so i'll start from number 10 so number 10 tekken 5 Number nine, Akami. Number eight, Shimagami Tensei Persona Free FES. Fast. Fast is just fast, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Number seven, Guilty Gear XX Accent Core. And number six is a shared entry, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Couldn't decide on (laughs) which way. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. And number five is Devil May Cry 3, specifically the special edition version. And four is Final Fantasy X and X2. And three is Shimigo- another Shimigami Tensei game, Noc- Nocturne. That's uh, the and- same one that he just said, yeah. Yep, yep. And two is Resident Evil 4. I'm that's, that's surprising we haven't had more of those, actually, <laughs> Resident Evil 4. I guess yeah. because more people associate with the GameCube, maybe. Well, they probably listened to me, and you know you know how dangerous that is. Uh, when... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> When I'm like, well, you know, technically it's a GameCube game. It's better on the GameCube. And they're like, fuck, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it is. Maybe nobody listened to me, but whatever. <laughs> and number anyway. one, Metal Gear Solid 3, Subsistence. Yeah, I was surprised that would be Ford's number one. I don't know why I'm surprised. It makes perfect sense if you ever talk to him, but I don't know. I don't know. All right, you got one last one. I just sent it to you, and yep. I've got my last one, which is Ben, Sev Ben's. Um, hey, it's Ev Benz from Twitter. As usual, great job on the podcast. Always good seeing a new episode pop up in my podcast feed. Hopefully one day I can make it to the live chat. Yeah. 
Anyway, just like my Genesis top 10. Okay, so obviously we did do a Genesis top 10. Um, This list is driving me insane. To make my life easier, I'm only including exclusive titles. Otherwise, many games appeared on other consoles would have made the list. Yes, people keep asking us what our requirements are. We don't have requirements. We all make up our own rules. It's all our own fault. (laughs) Um all right. Uh, otherwise, uh, the many games that appeared on other consoles would have made the list. Uh, number ten, Echo Knight Beyond. Ooh. Number nine. Yeah, yeah. The sequel to Echo Knight, which mm-hmm. just recently came out on the PS uh, N. Actually, yeah. I haven't played it. It's a survival horror game. Mm, uh, number nice. nine, SOCOM Three. I'm surprised he's the first SOCOM. Yeah, person. no, yeah, that's surprising. That's surprising. Um, but uh, anyway, um. There we go. Uh, number eight, Devil May Cry, the original. Number seven, Champions, Return to Arms. I looked this up, and I'm surprised I've never seen this game before. Mm-hmm. Um, and Voss is right. The Warriors is actually available on PSP, and it's also compatible forwards to the Vita. It's oh, on really? PS4, <laughs> and it's also on PS3, and then, of course, it was originally on PS2. The awesome. Warrior, Rockstar's The Warriors has literally been on every Sony console That's other brilliant. than the PS1. You're buffing yeah. They should backport it. For obvious reasons, yeah, yeah, right. They should forwards compatible it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, number six, Grand Theft Auto, or sorry, Grand Theft Auto, Grand Turismo 3 A-Spec. Surprised mm-hmm. that uh, Grand Turismo hasn't made it before. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Polyphony Classic. Number five, Kingdom Hearts. Number four, Half-Life. In parentheses, the PS version had extra stuff in it, which later had to be modded into the PS, the PC version, such mm-hmm. as Decay expansion and improved graphics. I do not think these add-ons were officially released on the PC, which is why I consider it an exclusive. Actually, Jam has an entire article talking about it, so if you just go search by system, go to PlayStation 2, click on Half-Life, you'll see it pop right up. Number three, Silent Hill 2, the original version, not Restless Dreams. That was, on, mm-hmm. that was only on PS2. That counts as an exclusive, right? And I think what he's saying is the original version without Restless Dreams is the only is only available on PS2. All the other yeah, versions have Restless Dreams. Uh, number two, Final Fantasy X. Yep. Number one, SOCOM 2. Strictly for multiplayer, I spent countless hours playing it with my family and friends. Thanks for letting me share my top 10. I first hated the PS2 since I th- saw it as a threat to Dreamcast. I told people playing PS2 gave me a headache in hopes of scaring them off and getting a Dreamcast instead. <laughs> I love that cool. people tell these stories because it is totally shit we do. The PS2 ended up becoming one of my favorite consoles of all time, even after having to deal with the BS disc read error. Fanboyism is stupid. Oh, no. Fanboyism makes the world go round. And if you have a disc read error, I've got a solution for you. Stay tuned. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, so Andy sent us in a list as well from 42 Level 1. Uh, so he says, Yo, guys, I hope this isn't too late for inclusion in the community top 10. PS2 was the first console I pre-ordered and picked up... I love up how a- Andy quits right before we read his. <laughs> I, know, I know, exactly. <laughs> so, it's the first console I pre-ordered and picked up day one and is responsible for so many amazing gaming memories for me. So let's start with number 10, which is Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Amazing game to play in co-op. Number 9, Akami simply gorgeous and number eight kingdom hearts 2 loved it only saw only hold it soured by the roxas bait and switch at the start which i don't know what that's about so which one uh, says loved it uh it only soured by the roxas bait and switch at the start oh okay yeah i don't know what that's in reference to i'll find out once we get to the end of this hopefully i might get it whilst we finish playing the first game yeah exactly (laughs) so um number seven red faction destructive environments and many many rockets equals fun 
So moving on to number I six. Agree. I'm Rockets I'm equals fun. Absolutely. I'm surprised this next game hasn't been mentioned, which is Tekken Tag Tournament. Superb launch title. I love this. Love that game. Um, I love this beat em up. I love the side scrolling beat em up mini game. Did I mention that in mine? I think I mentioned it. It just didn't it make it to our but we top just didn't 10. make it okay. to the top ten. Yeah. yeah. Um, number five is Time Splitters. Just the best shooter on the console. It needs to come back. So moving on to number four, which is Star Wars Battlefront Two. Boots on the ground to X-Wings in space. Not much more to say there. And Boots on the ground! <laughs> and number three is Final Fantasy X. Titus, Yuna, another amazing leveling up and battle system. Titus. Not t- t- is it Titus? It's Titus. Titus. I hate What's to tell to you. <laughs> well, I, I guess it kind of comes with my thoughts of Final Fantasy X. No, Titus and Tedious, but hey. But so, <laughs> I, 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 I You're not wrong. You, I'm not up wrong. To I, all I say is I just don't like Final Fantasy X. Apparently, that's not acceptable. So, but, <laughs> but hey, you won't be you won't be criticized here, sir. <laughs> oh, I will be. Don't worry about it. But um, <laughs> number two is Kingdom Hearts the original. Square plus Disney equals win. And Agreed. I like. I love the I love the first century because this one hasn't been mentioned. This is this is classic Andy right here. This is Final Fantasy twelve. This one is just so so good. The gambit system, the story, the characters, the graphics. It plays essentially an offline MMO RPG, but with so much heart missing from most MMOs. I once played this game for two days straight, refusing to do anything else, making my girlfriend at the time bring me food so I didn't have to stop playing. She was pissed, but but lucky she was a trooper. <laughs> but lucky not too pissed, uh, as we are now married. Oh, that's that's cute. I cannot wow, wait. Wow, there you go. See. <laughs> That that's the secret, guys. Play Final Fantasy Twelve. So, I can I cannot wait for the remake to come out on PS4. I can't see her being too happy about it though. <laughs> what a game! I don't oh, know if you'll sink as many hours, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, that that description alone makes me want to go back and play that game because that it does is- have a single player mode now. I wouldn't necessarily call it a single player mode, but it basically does a good enough version with bots. It is a single player game, Fred. <laughs> Okay, Voss5 says, Roxas is the character you start with. You don't get to be sore until an hour or two in. Oh, Fucking oh. PlayStation 2 and that whole switching up the protagonist on us. Also, spoilers. Uh, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> I mean, spoilers. So. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for writing in and making what is essentially two hours of top tens. Uh, so let's see how they did. Uh, I will post this uh, link to this document so you can see how all the points worked out. But uh, here's our top ten from the community. Yep. This is how it works. Your number one got ten points. Your number ten got one point, And everything in between got different points. We add them all together, and we see what happens. Number ten was Eco with 23 points. Number nine was Final Fantasy X with 24 points. Number eight, San Andreas with 24 points. And number seven, Silent Hill 2 with 24 points. So really, nine is a three-way tie. Yeah. Uh, number six is Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance with 25 points. Mm-hmm. Number four and five is a tie with 26 points for Kingdom Hearts and GTA Vice City. Number three is Grand Theft Auto 3 with 31 points. Number two is Shadow of the Colossus with 41 points. And number one... Unanimous. ...is Metal Gear Solid 3 with 50 points. Hands down. Yeah. The best game on the PlayStation 2 for our community. So thank you, everybody, for joining, uh, for, for writing in. 
Uh, okay, now we've got to speed through the rest of this. So, <laughs> <laughs> As you do. Uh, real quick. So we're going to skip the retro finds. Yeah, um, yeah. We're actually going to save that for a different day. Uh, well, uh, real quick on the retro news. Um, Vita was hacked. Yeah. You can soft mod it now, which allows you to install Homebrew, which is just a bunch of emulators. I really don't need to do that because I can do that with a PSP. You can whitelist the games, especially on the PSTV. It's not the easiest thing. You basically have to download the whitelist. You have to hack it. Then you have to set up an FTP connection with your PC, which is not difficult to do. It's very easy to do. Um, and then you overwrite the whitelist. And then it rewrites itself every time you boot the system up. So you got to do it each time you boot the system. It's kind of a bitch, but whatever. I also like that it discourages piracy. It keeps all the encryption still in there on games. So... Uh, next up, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. The only big thing about these re-releases is, yeah, it's it's expensive, uh, forty bucks for each game or sixty bucks combined. Also, Marvel Ultimate Alliance is the first one is still pretty cheap everywhere you go. Xbox, PS2, Xbox mm-hmm. 360. The exception being that Activision lost the rights to the gold content, which has a lot of very popular characters, including some of my favorites. Uh, off the top of my head, Hulk, Venom, Doctor yeah. Doom. Um, oh, there's a bunch I'm missing. But anyway, Hawkeye, I think. I don't know. Uh, there's a handful of them. There's 10 characters. Uh, but Venom was the big one for me. And Hulk, I know, is a big one for a lot of people. Uh, those you can't get unless you have the Gold Edition DLC. And it was funny because that DLC was like five bucks back in the day. Um, certain versions came with it on the disc. But it was somewhat rare. I think it was a bundle package. Those sell for like 50, 60, 70 bucks. Because wow. those are the only way you can get the DLC. I checked on my Xbox though, and I still ha- I did buy the DLC. So lucky I wanted to play as Venom and bought it because there we go. And then I have multiple Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 already. So um to me, uh that's why they're that expensive hopefully a steam sale will help them out which is what voss was saying um in the meantime i think 60 bucks is a bit steep but they do have everything you would want both online and offline co-op so that's the big draw and a lot of people say marvel ultimate alliance 2 sucks but it's somewhat rare so a lot of people don't have it i managed to pick it up if somebody really desperately wants it i think i saw another one for nine bucks at a local mom and pop shop disc only so if you want me to go see if i can grab it uh, we can we can work that out um, just send me something at contactgaminghistory101.com. All right. Um, here we go. So we've got some listener comments. First one, um, T. Nick wrote in, and he said he's going to the Game On Expo um, in uh, Arizona this weekend, and mm-hmm. he wanted to know if there's any recommendations I have. So I do real quick, um, and I want to just fire those out. So out of the guests that are going to be there, Steve Downs is amazing. He's the voice of Master Chief. I've met him. I have it right on my wall. It says, Fred, finish the fight, Steve Downs. <laughs> and it was back at an at a Halo 2 press conference. So that dates it. One of the first things I did in media was went and met Steve Downs with Microsoft. Uh, another one who's going to be there is Jen Taylor. She's the voice of Cortana. She also does Peach, but I know her better as Cortana. She's pretty cool. Um, but aside from that stuff, the person you really want to sit down and party with is Al Lowe. He's going to be there, creator of Leisure Suit Larry. Make sure you go check him out. Um, and then a lot of the better YouTube collectors like Alpha Omega Santa, Metal Jesus and stuff are going to be there. So they're, they're cool guys. But, you know, I think they're going to be lambasted by all the people who 
want who know them from youtube you know what i mean why not go see the uh, people who made the games uh not to talk those people down i'm one of those but you know still uh out of the panels real quick there are a couple of panels i definitely recommend um i don't know when you're going but if you go on friday 4 p.m to 5 p.m is high quality retro gaming that'll basically show you how you can retro game with like upscalers and stuff like that always worth seeing um, another big one is uh, 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. is Coleco History. That would be pretty cool. Hmm. The only reason you would might want to miss it is if you're a huge Final Fantasy XI fan, there is a Remembering Final Fantasy XI panel from 7 to 8. Um, 8.30 to 9.30, though, is a controller modding uh, symposium. I would definitely check that out. Um, then, if we move over to Saturday... Um, couple of the big ones is uh, 11 to 12 p- 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. You can see the Nintendo PlayStation prototype. I would definitely go check that out. Um, 12 to 1 is making new retro video games with coll- uh, Collector Vision games. That's kind of cool. I'm always interested in how that stuff works. Um, 4.30 to 7 is the cosplay contest. Always good to go pound a bunch of alcohol and watch one of those. Um, <laughs> 11 to 12 on Sunday is Al Lowe. Go check that one out. Uh, 12 to 1 is making and distributing indie pop culture inspired films. I kind of like that stuff. That's like the stuff I do, like, you know, Cron CD and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So those are the ones I definitely recommend checking out. I'd love to hear what you think about it. And if you'd like to do something like oh, yeah, a show or some questions, let us know. Yeah, we'd love to talk about it. So um andrew he wrote in about dishonored i recently wrote an article (laughs) that i had to accept that i don't like dishonored i tried it for the third time and finally quit again it's just not my cup of tea and it's not that i don't like stealth games because i'm actually replaying through deus ex mankind or human revolution Revolution. before mankind divided comes out and i'm loving it like staying up too late playing that so but thank you for your kind words andrew andrew says the fact that you don't like a game that's universally beloved is a good thing this is Um, is a good comment yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. Yeah, I should probably read the comment real quick. <laughs> uh, fuck, we're running late. Okay. Not liking things, even if they are good, has benefits. For example, if everyone liked everything, that would make the demand for whatever it is rise to astronomical heights, making the printing enough copies impossible. In the case of digital downloads, kill the servers forever. And again, if everyone liked everything, it would make it impossible to enjoy anything since there are so many hours in the day. There are more good things in existence than you have time to enjoy. So to not like things, not like them, and be proud. Uh, next up, Seth, I'm not going to read his, but he basically wrote in, I did an audio thing about audio and he asked some questions about on the PlayStation four, but this also works on the Xbox one and PC. Uh, do you go Dolby digital DTS or uncompressed 5.1? What's the differences and how does it all work out? I wrote a huge explanation. So if you want to check that out, uh, it's, uh, the, the article's called sounds good. Just, uh, search Google search gaming history. One Oh one sounds good. Or go to the website and in the search box hit sounds good you'll find it austin also wrote in on the near game club so austin who wrote in want to mention what he said as well he said definitely made me interested in playing the game i also very much appreciated the inserted spoiler warning in the story that's something i'd love in all future game clubs you guys definitely know how to sell a game but at the same time avoiding spoilers makes the idea of playing even more enticing so i wanted him to know and i wrote the response but i want everybody else to know i will now in post 
be editing in the spoiler thing. So, Jam, you didn't get to hear this, but I edit in a thing that says, if you don't want to hear spoilers, skip to this time. So I'll do that in the future. Um, I will also do that in the YouTube video. So, you know, you got that covered. We will, we will cover you on spoilers since I do a lot of post-editing now. Mm-hmm. So... All right, well, real quick, we've got to wrap up because we're running late, but uh, archive season bundles are live, so if you go to the podcast archive, I now have season bundles that are between 700 megs and 2 gigs where you can get the entire year of podcast bundled all together. Uh, finished Metal Wolf Chaos, have a review live on the site, and you can watch my playthrough. I did not beat the game, but you can see where I got to and why I stopped. Uh, video version of the podcast starts next week. And for the making ofs, uh, already posted up the making of Resident Evil 4 and 5. So those are live on the site if you want to go check them out. Coming up next, the making of Lunar Silver Star. Ooh. So there you go. Yeah. So do we want to do Psychic World or Astyanax next week? I'm going to let you pick. God. Me? Oh, God, yes, go now. Uh, All right, Psychic World it is. We're doing Psychic World next week. We'll do a Cyanax in three weeks. Uh, And in between is Kingdom Hearts. So grab Kingdom Hearts and be prepared for that in two weeks. Uh, Jam, any closing thoughts before we cut out? I I just wanted to say that that comment about not... I I do feel bad who who left the comment for your Dishonored uh, feedback there. That was very, very, very wise. And I like that a lot. Um, you don't have to yeah, like everything. Yeah. And if you do disagree but, with us on this podcast, it is fine. It's but boy, I was banging my dick against the wall. Just <laughs> I was like, I'm going to like this game, and I just don't. <laughs> I, I don't like Dishonored. The plus side is I actually got to take my Dishonored 2 money and spend it elsewhere. So I pre-ordered that, a different game Mankind now. Divided? <laughs> uh, I already have pre-ordered Mankind Divided. Oh. My pre-ordered games already are Mankind Divided um, and... Uh, uh, and Mafia 3, of all things, ah. I've already pre-ordered. Sweet. And Gears 4. Those are my current right, pre-orders. And now I get to pick another one. So hey, anyway. I'm on PC as well. <laughs> I All these are on PC. Yeah, I bought all these on PC. Uh, Gears 4 I'll buy on 360 or on Xbox One because I get the PC version, you know, because they're new anywhere thing. But anyway, all right. With that, sorry yep, to the yep, B team no and peace out.